On next week's episode, we talk about the upcoming start to the NHL, the NFL is in full swing, and the MLB is about to hit the playoffs. Oh, I love October. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 25, season two of Points and Penalties. For all our listeners, we'd like to remind you to please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. For viewers on YouTube, please be sure to subscribe to our channel by clicking the little PMP button in the bottom right-hand corner right about here. No matter how you check out PMP, give us a like and follow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Points Penalties. Once again, I know it's been a while, but you got to remember me. My name's Josh. With me are my two co-hosts today, Jesse and Peter. Cabs away. That's all right. We got the three of us. We'll hold down the fort. Jesse, start with you. What are you drinking tonight? I am drinking Hawaiian-style pale ale. It's from Spearhead Brewing Company up in Kingston. Pete, I believe you've had that before. In the past on the show. I yeah. think I have. I think that was last year, though. Like season one, I think it was. But Josh's memory is a lot better than ours. So yeah. <laughs> I wrote it down. No. <laughs> oh, this has been sitting in there for a while. <laughs> it has been a while since we've done a show, so I can imagine. <laughs> Actually, mine has too. Mm. Yeah, mine three. <laughs> <clears throat> well, it's just a 6%. Starting off easy. Make sure she's... few drinks this week already. Or this, this week. Fucking today. And all day football. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I've been busy drinking and watching football all day, and this is my first specialty beer, I guess you could say, and it's a good start. I like it. I don't know what Peter's review on it was, but this one wasn't bad. Mine was better. What uh, did you say the alcohol percentage of it was? <laughs> I was asking how you liked it. <laughs> no, I know. My review was better. Uh, it was just 6%. Oh, what a bitch. Okay, so what do you got there, Pete? Uh, I found myself a Monty's Aged Rye Ale. Shit, I've had that before. Have you? I probably probably gave a better review on it, too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's from Tomorrow Brewing Company. Uh, It is a (laughs) 6.2%. Oh, fuck it. You beat him up there, Pete. (laughs) And apparently it's got smoky caramel vanilla flavors. Ooh. So let's let's give this girl a try. Yeah, that's good. Actually, you can really <laughs> you really do taste the caramel, actually. Uh, and you can also really taste that extra 0.2%, you know? <laughs> you feel it. Yosh. I mean, I never thought that I was going to not be the bitch today. I figured you guys would be coming out heavy hitters. We haven't been on in a whole oh, month and a bit. And Come on, have a 6.1. We... 6.1. <laughs> like I said, it's been a while. But uh, I guess I did a little better. From uh, out of Markham, Rouge River Brewing Company, I've got Holy Trinity IPA. Sorry, Holy Trinity Hazy IPA. It is a whopping... I got some goblets on there and uh, I don't know. I've never had this one. This too has been in my fridge for a while. 
earlier. Oh yeah, that's what a craft beer tastes like. Good stuff, real good stuff. So I take the cake on the uh, booze content with a six eight. I figured for sure somebody was coming with an eight percenter today, but uh, turns out you guys are bitches. Especially Jesse. Hey man, were you drinking all day? I'm just glad I made it to nine o'clock. Here and there. <laughs> All right, guys, I know Pete has got something to talk about that Jesse and I, meh, you know, we'll put our two cents in, but (laughs) (laughs) it's not our forte, right? But because we have so many listeners here in Canada that love talk hockey, we're going to start with that. Except for the ones that skip it, that's right. (laughs) Speed on, I'm talking to you. (laughs) You Shouldn't do that. Shouldn't do that. It's the best, the best part. Come on. Anyway, Pete, start us off with our 25th episode of season two, talking about hockey. Well, you mentioned in the the precursor that October, you got to love it. And you really do have to. It's got to be one of the best sports months there is. I think it might be the best. It might be. The NHL and NBA are just just kicking off. You got playoff (laughs) baseball. And just mid-season NFL. So lots going on, lots of content. It's a good time to be a fan. Oh. But anyway, well, I'm going to talk about the NHL for all our listeners that don't surprise, skip it. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the season kicks off on October the 7th uh, with a series of games between the Predators and the San Jose Sharks in Prague. Um, it's part of the uh, international promotion the league is doing. Uh, so that'll be fun to watch, although it's... Well, uh, I was drinking all day today because the NFL's in Europe today. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> the NHL... 9.30 game. Exactly. NHL's doing a similar kind of thing, I guess. Have you seen any of these games, Pete, that are abroad? Like, obviously not live, but I mean, like, not live in person, but... Uh, 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 I think I watched the one that was in England a couple of years ago. I forget who it was, so... It's been do, a while. You, do you remember if the fans were... So, it, like, when you're watching the NFL, like, so this morning, when you look into the stands, even though it was the Vikings and the Saints. Yeah, you see all sorts of dreams. Yeah. I love that. It was yeah. so cool to see, you know, you got a Vikings fan and a Bears fan sitting side by side and, you know, or, yeah. or us, you know, it doesn't they, matter, right? They don't know they're supposed to hate each other. Yeah, yet. for sure, yeah. <laughs> but so I was just wondering if, uh, you know, sorry to interject there, but I was just wondering if the NHL fans – abroad were were the same type no i think i think yeah it is i think you do get a very similar effect because they obviously they don't have a local team mm-hmm. to be a fan of so they well they i'm sure some of the places do there there's guys playing the europe there yeah but not yeah. nhl it's not nhl level no, yeah. and right nhl i mean though so like there's so when you pick a team usually it's because you know there's a player from your hometown that's on x team or or just you like whatever team for whatever reason. So, yeah, you get the very similar effect where you might have a little more of the two teams that are playing each other, but there is a definitely smorgasbord of jerseys in that arena. Uh, so the rest of the league kicks off on the 11th on a doubleheader featuring the Lightning against the Rangers and the Golden Knights against the Kings. Uh, and then at least they kick off their season the next night on the 12th 
against their oldest rivals, the the Abs. Uh, and so the Habs might be in for a rough year because uh, it's looking like Carey Price is likely to not play at all this season. Uh, but regardless, they always seem to play the Leafs very tough, even if the two teams talent-wise are, have a significant disparity, which I think they do right now, but it'll still be a tough tough outing every time against the Habs. Uh, the Leafs will also be without John Tavares. The captain is injured. Uh, he's expected to miss at least three weeks with an oblique strain. Uh, so right off the bat, the center depth will be tested. This question for you guys. As we start this new, fresh season, the Leafs have yet to win a playoff round at all in the Austin Matthews era. A lot longer than that. Yeah, a lot longer than that. Going all the way back to 2004, I think. How do you think they do this season? Probably the same as last season. Fucking Matthews is going to fucking destroy as usual. Tons of hype going into it, and then you can't get out of the first round. Fuck you, Jesse. I mean, that's a hard one to argue. <laughs> it really is. It's definitely a hard one to argue. Um, I'm going to say... Well, I don't want to spoil everything for a little later because I know Pete, you know, just in case, maybe I take the Leafs to win the cup or something. So for now, I'm going to say that they do better than last year. So get out of the first round. They get out of the first round. <laughs> but they all. I also feel like they're going to do better in the regular season. They're going to have more points uh, and uh, – they're going to need to score a lot of goals because the defense uh, from what I've read into still, you know, although the defense itself may be better, I don't know if the goaltending got better. And that's a, that's a tough goal. That's a tough goal. You got to have a top end goalie if you want to go deep in the playoffs. And I don't know if I'm sold on the Leafs uh, choices. Yeah, that's uh, I was going to echo that exact sentiment because you mentioned uh, goal scoring, so luckily they have the perfect guy for that. Yep. In uh, Austin Matthews, of course. But uh, yeah, the goaltending and the tandem of Matt Murray and Ilya Samsonov obviously is full of question marks. Uh, Matt Murray, we know, can do it. He's done it before, but that was a long time ago. He hasn't been that guy since. Uh, although he has shown spurts of his former glory, he hasn't been able to kind of put together any consistency there. No, he's had nobody in front of him either in his past. Correct. You know, but so it's a major question mark. And so I think I I, I agree with you, Ocean. I, I really truly hope this is the <laughs> year they can get out of the first round. <laughs> um but I, I don't know if they're gonna be uh Stanley Cup contenders with the goaltending the way it is, unless they can find their former glory, especially with Murray or maybe Simpsonoff is uh, is ready for an outbreak. We'll see. So that being said, why don't we get into uh, a little bit of a season preview in each of these divisions, starting with the Atlantic. So the Atlantic was a powerhouse last year. I think it will be again this year. I think it's the best division in hockey uh, fairly easily. Um, 
the big four teams in the division, the Panthers, the Leafs, the Lightning, and the Bruins didn't really lose significant out- assets this offseason. Uh, the Panthers did, but they also got back Matt Kachuk. So it's, you know, they're a bit of a question mark, but they should still be good. Uh, but the bottom four teams, Buffalo, Detroit, Ottawa, and Montreal, they're all steadily improving. Um, so I expect that the top three teams of the division, the Panthers, Leafs, and Lightning, will continue to be the top three. Um, but look for an upstart Ottawa or Detroit team to seriously challenge the Bruins as they're getting older, they're aging. Um, I would look for one of those teams to maybe challenge for that fourth spot. Who would you think it would be between, uh, between the between Ottawa and Detroit? I mean, Ottawa made some real good acquisitions this year. Adding to Brinkett, it's a great second move. Um, and they just have the young core that they're building around. They could really take a step this year. Maybe they're not quite ready for that yet. And Detroit had two guys on the team that were fighting for the rookie of the year last year. And uh, the defensive guys, right? Yeah, well, one Cider's a defenseman, and uh, Lucas Raymond's a forward. They both had great seasons. So, yeah, I like the Detroit team. Yeah, I, I, I was gonna say my we'll hot take it. there would be Detroit for four. <laughs> and who knows? Maybe you know, maybe they can fight if they have a good season and get get some good defense there and some tending. Maybe they push for a a fight in that third spot, but. But I think, Pete, you're probably right that the top three probably stay there. And uh, I'm looking for Detroit to take the number four spot and fuck Boston. <laughs> fuck Boston. <laughs> so who did you guys win of this division? Well, well, you know I'm not going with the Leafs. <laughs> not a chance. <laughs> I'm going to go with, uh, I don't know, I guess you could call my favorite team there just to chirp you guys a bunch, but it's the Lightning. They're definitely going to grab it again. Well, I didn't get it last year, but I get. But they're gonna they're gonna be there, I think. And yeah, the Leafs just can't get consistency enough to. When was the last time they won a, the division? Uh, I think the year before, but it was the Canadian division. It wasn't the Atlanta. Oh yeah, where they had a bunch of different divisions. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the Lightning got this. Well, I. Uh... Preluded to it a little earlier that I thought the Leafs were going to do better <laughs> than they did last year, and uh, the only way to do better didn't they, they finish second, didn't they, in the division? Yeah. So yeah. the only way to do better is to win the motherfucker. That's right. So I think they are going to uh, to take it. Um, I I'm going to say that the Panthers are going to finish two and the Lightning three. Um, the Panthers did lose uh, Huberto, and that's that's tough. He was a great great player. And I think that's going to, you know, like I said, Chuck is, he's a half decent player. Uh, maybe he's better than half decent, but I think they're going to miss Huberto's uh, scoring, his touch. Yeah. I, the way I look at it, I think the like Kachuk for Huberto is an even swap in, right now. I think Kachuk has a better future because he's a lot younger. But right now, I would take either one of them for one day. Uh, but for the Panthers to have Mackenzie Weger also in that trade, who's could easily be a number one defenseman on a team, I think that's uh, that's where you'll see the Panthers hurt is losing Weger, and they also lost Giroux to free agency. So it's pronounced Girux. Girux. So they might take a step back. But I'm with Yosh. 
Um, the Leafs, they had the fourth best record in the league last year, even though they're only second best in the division. Um, so to, to improve on that is, uh, you know, might take a bit of significant improvement, but the Panthers might take a step back as well. So I agree with you. I think the Leafs are taking the division this year. Is there a regular season monster? You should know that by now, Jesse. <laughs> hey, man, they may be good in the regular season at times, but they still, like when, like I said, when was the last time they captured a real division, not fucking the Canadian version? Mm-hmm. I do not recall. Like, there's always know. a bunch of hype up to them, and yeah, Boston Matthews probably going to tear it up, and but like defense is rough. And the goaltending is very questionable. At least uh, last year with Campbell, you kind of knew what you were getting with. But I think this year is going to like going to be very questionable. Yeah, it's yeah. And that's yeah. always been their problem: is goaltending and defense. Yeah. I mean, not always when they had Cujo and Felix Potvin. Yeah. Oh, the fuck! <laughs> <laughs> that's when we're all in diapers. It's like fuck. Not, not me, but. <laughs> Yeah, I'm less worried about the defense, but uh, yeah, goaltending is mm. is a big question mark. Uh, anyway, let's move on to the Metro. Uh, so the Metro, in my opinion, has a clear top four teams, uh, the Canes, Rangers, Penguins, and Caps. And so despite Columbus being the unlikely landing spot for the summer's biggest free agent, Johnny Gaudreau, uh, it's unlikely that any of them, the Islanders, the Devils, or the Flyers, are at a level to actually compete with any of the four teams I mentioned, especially with names like Crosby, Malkin, Ovechkin, still on the Penguins and Caps. The Rangers, still have an extremely young core, including first overall pick Alexi Lafreniere from a couple years ago, and former second overall pick Capo Caco from a few years ago. And they've already arrived and they're only getting better. And the Oyster from Canes are probably going to easily compete for the top of the division. So I don't see any of those bottom teams knocking off any of those top teams. I think it'll be the same top four. Uh, and I've got the Canes winning the, the division again. How about you guys? I'm with you right there, Peter, with the Canes. I'm very impressed with what they were able to do last year and continue on this year. Nope, you're wrong. <laughs> the New York... Rangers are going to take this division. Like you said, Pete, with the young core, uh, Arfanier, KK, and uh, Panarin, and Igor Shesterkin. Igor. Uh, I think he's going to continue to uh, get better, and having that uh, solid backstop there is only going to make everyone else better. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, the Penguins and Caps are old. They are old. Like they are pulling out hard strings here to try and to, to do something here with their last gasp. Um, you're, not, you're not wrong. <laughs> and I mean, I, you know, with this division winner, I looked at it and I had, you know, maybe the heart was saying choose Pittsburgh. And maybe that's only because of Crosby and the Canadian connection, but there's just, there's just no way that, that the Penguins are going to, uh, to win this division. And fuck the Canes. <laughs> and let's go with the Rangers. 
Josh's New York teams. I know, right? Fucking guy. Yeah, well, in hockey, it's it's more about Boston, not New York, right? The, the hated that, team. So that's true. That's true. I don't. I don't mind the Rangers. Okay, let's move on to the Pacific. So the Pacific is very likely going to be topped again by the Battle of Alberta, with the Oilers uh, continuing to employ two of the very best players in the world, and the completely reinvented core of the Flames, swapping Huberto uh, and Uyghur for Makachuk, as we previously mentioned. Also adding Nazem Kadri. So in the short term, I easily see that as a net improvement for the Flames. 100%. Um, uh, but don't count out the rest of the division too fast. The Kings were a surprise last year getting into that third spot in this division. Uh, but they are young and they are continuing to improve. Uh, look for them to grow some more. The Golden Knights will have a full year, barring injury, of a healthy Jack Eichel. Uh, which hopefully will help them right the ship after last year's playoff miss, even though someone who's supposed to be close to this league picked them as a Stanley Cup winner. Fucking idiot. (laughs) Uh, And the Canucks, they're hit and miss, but with a full season under uh, Bruce Boudreaux as head coach, that should provide more stability after last year's midseason coaching change. Uh, but keep a close eye on the Kraken, too. So despite revealing a terrible troll mascot named Bowie this week, I don't know if you guys saw that, but no, it's literally <laughs> a troll. <laughs> Wouldn't the fucking mascot be you think it'd an be a octopus? Kraken, right? <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck? <laughs> they want the fucking troll. So it's, it's... A, oh, it's a troll named Bowie. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I assume it's because they're going to have like a social media account that trolls other teams or something. It's supposed to be a thing, but anyway, it's, it's literally a troll. It's, it's terrible. But uh, apart from the terrible mascot, they were able to look into last year's projected number one overall prospect, Shane Wright, with the fourth pick at last year's draft. Uh, and uh, the draft before that, they picked number two overall. They picked Maddie Veneers. He was looking like a stud so far this preseason. Uh, so keep an eye on the Kraken. I don't think they're ready to compete just yet, but they're going to have some uh, real good uh, future with that core. And you never know. They might, uh, they might appear sooner rather than later. Um, so who's your winner in this division? Well, definitely not the Kraken, just because they're stupid mascot. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> He's got a fucking spear and everything. Like, it's a troll spear fishing Kraken, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. He's, He's also got a, Maybe he's whaling. He's got a tentacle that hangs from his ear that's supposed to be a part of the Kraken. Oh. So he's kind of... supposed to be massive? <laughs> yeah, that's, it's like a baby the, Kraken. The tentacles get smaller when they get to the end, you know? <laughs> it's just the end. It's like a fingertip. It's kind of like uh, Jack Sparrow's fucking beads in his hair. Kind of, kind of, yeah. It's terrible. It's brutal. Yeah, it's it not been better good. to have like a pirate as your mascot than a troll. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Lots of things would have been better. Yeah. It's an e- easy runner-up for the penalty box. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> they did. So, 
because I don't think it's going to be the Kraken because they're stupid mascot. I don't like because of the stupid <laughs> mascot. <laughs> no, uh, I got to go with the Oilers. Uh, McDavid, Dreisaitl, they just keep getting better. And, uh, you know, obviously you got Nurse, who has turned out to be a very good defensive player. I just think they're going to pull it out and uh, beat the the uh, new look flames for the division title. I think it's going to be a battle of the Alberta of Alberta there. And uh, for that title and she going to go to the oil. Yeah. I'm right on there with you. Yosh. I think I know it's kind of like hypocritical because they, again, they don't have fucking defense or whatever, kind of like chirping the Leafs and shit, but they're definitely the best, the most better players on that team. I find. Like, they're just straight-up superstars there. So I'm hoping that they just run that way in that division and just can score as many points as possible. Yeah. I I don't think you guys are right, simply because that's that's what the Oilers have been for the past, I don't know how many seasons, call it fucking four or five seasons, I guess like, now. Like I said, I'm kind of hypocritical because that's it's, the same way the Leafs are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's the McDavid and Dreisaitl show. And it's a fucking fantastic show. But the opening act and the closer are just fucking brutal. And uh, I don't, the Flames won the division last year, and I think they got better. So I don't see any reason they wouldn't win the division again. As long as this core can uh, quickly gel together, that may be a bit of a concern, but assuming that can. I'm sure it won't be a big deal when they're professionals they're yeah they're pretty good so there's yeah. also something called practice too so they'll figure it out practice, practice. <laughs> you're talking about practice uh okay the central division so this division hosts last year's stanley cup champs in the dynamic colorado avalanche and despite losing nazim kadri in free agency uh these guys should be the clear favorites to repeat as division winners uh, i think they're clearly the best team in this division uh, if not in the NHL. Uh, the Blues and the Wild are likely to battle it out for the number two spots after not losing any major pieces over the offseason. And they finished about the same last year. Uh, the Predators and Jets could be in that conversation as well for the runner-up spot. Uh, but the Preds are all over the place and the Jets locker room is rumored to be a complete dumpster fire in terms of the culture of that locker room. So you never know what you're going to get with the Jets. It's been they like that have... for a while, I think. Yeah. And all the different guys in there. and Has not been a good uh, gelling situation at all. Yeah. So on paper, they look like they should be good. They have Connor Hellebuck, so you never know. They can they can uh, be a contender at any time with a goaltender like that, but they just can't seem to pull it together. Uh, the Stars, Blackhawks, and Coyotes like to own too much as they all subtracted this offseason and they already had mediocre or bad teams. Uh, the Stars should be significantly better than the other two, uh, but at least the Coyotes won't have to worry about too many empty seats as this will be the first season at their new arena at ASU, uh, which holds, I forget how many it is, but it's like fucking 4,500 people or something stupid. Kitchen Rangers fucking yeah. rink well, is bigger. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Kitchener Rangers OHL team, by the way. For those who don't know, 
Uh, so it shouldn't be any surprises here. Who's your division winner in the Central, boys? It's a no-brainer, man. If you you got to be some kind of dome if you go against the Avalanche in this division. Yeah, I think so too. I got the Avs. Yep. Yeah, so we're all on the Avs. So guaranteed, they're not going to win for some fucking crazy reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we'll leave it at that. So that's our uh, division picks. Let's move on to what's more important. Who do you guys think is going to win the Stanley Cup? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Avs. I'm going to get them to repeat. Uh, they they got the experience now. They didn't lose too much. Uh, I think they have the talent to go the distance again. And through that, the Pacific or the West, there's not too many. There's not really a challenger, I see. So I think they'll probably get to the Stanley Cup again, and it just depends on who they're meeting there. Well, you took my fucking thunder there, Jess. Sounds... <laughs> yeah, I gave you ample time to answer. Yeah, yeah, I kind of jumped in there. I really want to say the leaps, but uh, I've gotten burned every time, as has everybody gotten burned when uh, when calling the leaps. So I am going to go with the Avalanche. They are a strong, strong team. Uh, yes, they lost Kadri. He's not usually in the playoffs anyways. But no, he, he, uh, was he, a he was this year. <laughs> and he was outstanding in the playoffs this year. Yeah, he still missed the game, though, didn't he? I, I don't know. Uh, he he might have, yeah. I think he did. Yeah, I think he got suspended for at least a game. <laughs> yeah, it, but... it's, just, it's just what he does. No, but... I, don't think, I don't think he got suspended this playoffs. No way. I think he did for a game. No, challenge. Okay, let's do it. I think I he did. I'm I pretty hope. sure he got yeah. for a game. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So yeah, I hope not. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, I just think they're just going to be too strong. Uh, they now have the pedigree. They now have the experience. They've been, uh, they've gone deep in the playoffs for the last handful of years. They just weren't weren't able to pull it out until uh, last year. So, um, I think that is going to uh, resonate large with those boys. And uh, I think they're, I think they got a pretty easy path to uh to at least say the semis um and so they're gonna do it yeah i certainly could see it i mean they lost cadre like we said it was great in the playoffs um they made nathan mckinnon the highest paid player in the nhl and so he may be less motivated you never know probably not but stranger things have happened uh, but they're still they're going to be right in that conversation, obviously, because they are a top team in this league. But uh, it's incredibly difficult to repeat. I don't think they're going to do it. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do the thing. I'm gonna say Matt Murray is going oh, to fuck. regain <laughs> his former glory. And bring the Leafs to the promised land. Because I think outside of the goaltending question, this is a Stanley Cup caliber team all day long. So if Matt Murray can be the answer to the goaltending question, which I'm going to gamble and say he is just for this pick, whether he actually will be or not, I don't know. 
I'm going to go with the Leafs. Boom. I hope you're right, buddy. And I hope, even though I don't have them winning the division, you got to think that a player like Connor McDavid, a player of that caliber, has got to be able to will his team at least into the finals at some point. So I would love to see an all-Canadian Leafs Oilers Stanley Cup final. Would make me a happy boy. Especially if the Leafs win, of course. <laughs> so I'm going Homer. I'm going Leafs. Of course you are. Well, Peter's out. <laughs> we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> At least my pick probably won't miss the playoffs this year. So there's that. Yeah, that's a, that's a good start. Okay, that's our Stanley Cup winners. Uh, back to the regular season. Who do you think is going to be the MVP and win the Hart Award? Well, I am going to go with a Colorado Avalanche player. Mm-hmm. He's going to win the MVP. This is going to be a crazy one. I'm going to say Kale McCarr. I think he is going to continue his uh, phenomenal season from last year, a great playoff from last year, and he is going to tear it up and uh, be the most valuable player. I will say that it's a very difficult award for a defenseman to win. 100%. uh, Just because it's so biased towards points Mm -hmm. and goals. Um, but Makar is a new kind of defenseman and he certainly could be, he probably won't be right in the conversation with the league leaders in terms of goals and points, uh, just because of the position he plays, but he may be, you know, he may be right there in the conversation. The dark horse. (laughs) So I can see it. I can see it. I don't think it'll happen because it's, uh, it's rare, but. I could certainly see it. Well, that's how good of a season he's going to have. Maybe. No. Jesse? I'll go with McDavid. He's the superstar. I know I was claiming for it all last year because I just want to, I just want to see Leaf to win because I'm just a hater. And I'm going to go with this year too. And I'm going to go with McDavid. He's going to probably have an amazing year again, just like last year. Hopefully a little bit better to grab that MVP. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go with the superstar Canadian. Well, clearly to make my Stanley Cup prediction come true, <laughs> Matt Murray. No, I'm just kidding. Um I hate to do it, but I'm going to agree with Jesse of all people. Yeah, there you go. Way to get on board. You might be right about stuff eventually now. <laughs> <laughs> How much do you immediately regret this? <laughs> this um, almost, <laughs> and even before I said it, I regretted it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, McDavid is the kind of player where he's too good to miss out on too many hard awards. He's going to be on. Um, He's going to be right in the conversation leading the league of points, if not uh, certainly doing so. 
Um, and he's just that kind of player where he's never a bad choice for this award. Although I'd love to see Matthews repeat. I mean, it's definitely possible. Like, 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 like even I said, I was like, he's going to do his thing, score a bunch of goals, be a superstar that he is, but yeah, we see it. Yeah, especially if he puts up 60 again, 65. Makar. 70. <laughs> 75. No. Okay, that's our picks for the uh, NHL MVP. And uh, after the quick break, we're going to get into who was the points penalties MVP. This week's points and penalties MVP. By week, he means months. This <laughs> or this quarter's MVP. Well, we had to pick two. Because there are two absolute legends of the sport that have announced their retirement and played their final tournaments. We're talking tennis. And we're talking Serena and Roger. I don't even need to say the last names. You know who I'm talking about. 100%. Legends. A Serena, who's, I would say, easily the greatest of all time, female tennis player. Yep. Easily. Uh, she played her last U.S. Open earlier in September. She lost in the third round to Tomjanovic. And she announced her retirement after 27 years 23 Grand Slam titles, four Olympic gold medals, and 319 weeks ranked as the world number one. It's widely regarded as one of tennis's greats. And like I said, fairly easily, at least in my opinion, the greatest female tennis player ever, the GOAT. So Serena Williams to a beautiful playing career. And Roger Federer, who played his last tournament before officially announcing his retirement. Uh, he lost in a doubles matchup at the Laver Cup. Laver? Laver, sure. <laughs> tennis super fan here. Tennis super fan. <laughs> Uh, so he was in the game for 24 years. He had 20 Grand Slam titles, a silver Olympic medal. He had spent 310 weeks ranked as the world's number one. My God. Another one of tennis's greats. He's right up there in the conversation with the top male player of all time, along with the Joker and um, Nadal. Nadal, who are continuing to play. Um, so for these two absolute legends of the sport of tennis, you are this week's MVP, this month, this quarter, <laughs> it's been a while since we've done an episode. Okay. Yeah. Like there's, I, I gotta agree with you on the Serena hundred percent. She, in my opinion, and I guess in your speed is, is she is the goat. She is the best women's uh player of all time 
just amazing. She and her sister opened doors for women in the game and change women's sports in general uh, to be accepted and to just to take over just as, as much as both of them did uh, during their, uh, you know, the pinnacle of their careers, but for Serena to just continue and continue to be great. And, you know, so if you look at the two careers here, very, very similar, right? 27 years, 24 years, 23 title grand slams, 20 grand slams, 319 weeks, 310 weeks. They're so similar, these two. And it's just insane how we were lucky enough to watch both of these players through their, from the beginning, at least for me, you know, I'm a little older than you guys. So I can remember, you know, watching a Federer in like 98 when he started out. Um, I did not. No, right. I, I, <laughs> but, I, I, would, I would say you're quite a bit older. Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> but to be able to see them, you know, at this age and like Serena struggled in her U.S. Open. She had a tournament this year. She had some great uh, chances. She had some great shots, some great plays, so on and so forth. But she was just outmatched in terms of endurance. And that was, that was the issue uh, in this case. Um, and that's what happens as you get older, right? Well, yeah. Like what's the age goes first. The 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 age age, she lost to, she's in her forties, right? Yeah. Like Tomjanovich is, is, uh, gotta be like in her twenties. I'm thinking like, you know, I don't know a hundred percent, but she's 29, 29. So, you know, but, but again, just both of these players, incredibly phenomenal and i feel like and obviously as time goes on there's always going to be the new goat but like all the goats that have been talked about in the last like i've been around for all of it maybe that just makes my ass old but you know the the tiger the mj the you know obviously i guess you know a lot of talk about lebron and if Kobe was still around, definitely, uh, you know, Kobe Jordan. is, yeah. So, and so I've been around for all these guys, Tom fucking Brady, right. I saw his first one. I remember watching the bills. Or my, sorry. might not have been a bills game. It was obviously a Patriots game. I don't think they were playing the bills. Um, when Tom came in for Bledsoe, like I remember watching that, you know, and it's just wild that my old ass has seen so many goats come and go. Yeah, it might be a trend that we haven't seen the last of them. No, fair enough. Maybe which would be great for sport in general uh-huh. to see. Maybe the new generation of goats is already playing. Right. Maybe maybe someone like Patrick Mahomes is going to take that crown from Brady once he gets the Josh Allen. Then. Maybe Josh, Josh Allen's Allen. got a long way to go before he gets <laughs> yeah. there. Maybe he's got seven back-to-back Super Bowls in his future. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. Well, even sorry, I didn't mention anybody about hockey, but you know, so I lived a little like I wasn't really paying attention too much about Gretzky until he got to the Kings uh, for for goats. But you know, we then we got to see Crosby and Ovechkin in that fight uh, throughout. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then now McDavid. The same as- no, they're not. They're, no, it's not Gretzky, but they're the the next guys up, right? And like you said, Pete, maybe that's what's going to continue to happen is that every ten years we get guys that are going to push for that top goat spot at mm-hmm. least push for it at least push but anyway yeah like it's great uh, i'm with you guys on serena for sure 100 percent goat, no problem better maybe not so much 
there was a lot of talented male tennis players. And uh, one of his good buddies, uh, Nadal, another guy that you could count in there, uh, he had a quite the heartfelt uh, message to him when he retired. He was a pro's pro with him because they were pretty much rivals for most of the time while they were playing. Uh, so it's great. It's great to see that the, they have that, that uh, relationship, even though they were constantly playing each other for the Grand Slams. Yep. I couldn't agree with you more. So to Serena and Roger, legends of the sport, cheers to both of you. Cheers. There's actually talk about, or was initially that Serena might, uh, might be just taking a hiatus type thing. She wants to focus on family right now and come back. But after seeing her last match and no disrespect, but she was, she had her chances, but she was out. Oh, match for sure. So. No father time catches up to everyone. Even, yeah. even Brady this year has been struggling now. He yeah. missed a couple of weeks of, of uh, practice. That's uh, just because he has issues at home. That's fine. Giselle doesn't want him to be fine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, kids are going to school, right? Kids just started school. Tom's got to be home, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so that's our MVPs. Uh, why don't we get into what's going on with the boys of summer? The yeah. boys of summer. Everybody's excited about this, right? The old Blue Jays up here rocking the old Raptors shirt here tonight, too, because they played a, a exhibition game tonight. They beat the Utah Jazz. And throw a Leafs jacket over top of that just to <laughs> yeah. complete, complete the trifecta. And then, Might yeah. as well, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, the Toronto Blue Jays on a day off, clinched a playoff berth in the 2022 season. That's how good they are. That is amazing. <laughs> I was loving that. thought that was pretty sweet. Thank you for the help. Yeah, and you know where it came from? Baltimore. But Baltimore, beat yeah. Yeah. No, it was Boston that beat Boston beat Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> Double whammy. <laughs> Uh, so Jays have a record currently. Uh, this is Sunday that we are recording this of 90 and 69, which is just three games to go. They are plus four in the wild card race. So they are leading that motherfucker. The Mariners uh, behind at one, one and a half games above the last spot, which is the Rays. And they are obviously at a zero. So I guess the Jays are fairly close to clinching that number one wild card then. Pretty much. Yeah, it's going to depend. I bet you, I don't know 100%, I'll have to take a look at it, but if the Jays win and the Mariners lose, that's that'll be it in the next yeah. game. So It doesn't uh, even matter, I, I think, if, if it stays the same. It's too, it, well, I guess, I guess it field. depends on, yeah. Right. I guess Mariners have like a, a doubleheader or something, maybe. The Mariners do have a doubleheader. Mm-hmm. I read that somewhere, that they do have a doubleheader so tomorrow, they, they I believe. Four games left. Yeah. So, Go ahead. so, but it's a they have a very good chance the Jays to win the AL wild card race, which puts them in the four spot, which uh, I kept getting confused, but makes them play the five spot in the first wild card. The sixth spot plays a third, which is weird to me, but not in actuality. 
it's not weird because it's always top and bottom, but I don't know. I just get confused with this one. Well, it is it is a fucking big shakeup. So just because it's probably good facts for everyone else that's listening. So just maybe maybe I'll learn something here. Come on, Pete, <laughs> tell me. Just, just to quickly lay down the way this works now. The top two divisional seeds get a buy. The third divisional seed plays the bottom wildcard team. And the top two wildcard seeds play each other. Right. And this is because they went from 10 teams to 12 teams in the playoffs with the new yeah. CBA. And now the wildcard is not a game. It's a three-game series. And the whoever's the higher seed in those wildcard series yep. plays all three games at their home field. That's insane. Yeah. To me, that is almost unfair to the away team. So be the higher seed. I don't. I, I agree with that. <laughs> no, I, I I get it. I get it. But that's you're not giving the a team one home. It does seem kind of you know, ignorant. You know? Maybe not unfair, but just ignorant. Like, but think the, of it the too. The fans as... of the Rays or the Mariners are just like, yeah. Fuck, okay, but think of it too. Before this time, it was just one game. And yeah. Home field. Yeah. Before. At least you got three now. Yeah. And for the away team too, I get it. Like, yeah, it sucks you have to play home, but at the same time, you're not flying to one location because baseball plays back to back so you can't get your schedule going and everything like that so like it, it makes it a little bit more difficult uh flipping back and forth i think and yeah like I, you'd, I, you'd go back to back and then you'd have a day off likely and maybe play the third maybe one. because like we're 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 playing into october now because the season started late right so it's and we're still getting that 162 game season in so it's it's causing a lot of issues. So I kind of like that. It's just all home. It'd be curious to see if it, if it changes next year, I doubt it, but it would be curious because, because like I said, like they're already in October, they're still playing regular season, typically playoffs start right now. Right. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that the Rays, they cannot catch the Jays, which means that we can only finish in fifth at, at worst. Um, and that's very good because I don't want to go to the Trump. I don't want to play any games in Tampa because it's a tough stadium to play. And I know there's, it's it, during regular season, there's no fans in the playoffs, fans, <laughs> but it is just a tough stadium to play in. Uh, it's a so, tough stadium uh, to field in. Everyone's right. That's what I mean. There. So that's why I don't want any part of that. So for them to always be below us, uh, in the state innings, although it doesn't recede uh, coming up, it, it at least separates us uh, until, I guess, until the finals. Yeah. Uh, finals of the conference or conference championship. So, yeah. So, and the, um, if, if it all goes to shit against Baltimore in this upcoming series and we end up having to play Seattle at home, like at, at there in, in Seattle. Yeah, Seattle. It'll be a home game anyway. It's exactly what I was going to say. At least yeah. it's back in home 2.0 for the Blue Jays because all the fans in the West yep. can't all, afford to come to Toronto and buy they, they will 100% it's cheaper to go up. to Seattle. It's not far from that's Van, right. Vancouver, right? So. Yeah. yeah. So there's that. Definitely don't want any part of that trop, though. So, yeah. Anyway, so like I said, 90 wins. It's always great for your team to get 90 wins. They've got three games to go, so we can get up to 93 wins. And if I look back at my magic uh, eight ball and I see if I, if I shake it and ask for episode 24, 
Jesse said that the Jays were going to get 93 wins. <laughs> so they need to win out for Jesse to come true. If I shake it again and say episode 14, he said they were going to get 101 wins. A little bit off that, but uh, he can still swing and a miss. We were all we were all over of what we we all thought they were going to win more games. So I thought ninety seven. Jesse won a one. Pete, you thought a hundred games they would win, and Kev thought a hundred and two. Um, we obviously know that that is impossible and not going to happen now. So then we we regrouped. We thought again. Jess, you had ended up with 93 is what you said they were going to win. And as I said, they got to win out to for you to catch that. I was next with 92, so we can get one L here against Baltimore. Beat you at 91, so just one W. They got to lose twice, though, for you to win that bad boy. And I hope I lose. Kev, yeah, Kevin needs to go 0-3 over the last three games here for him to, uh, to get that. No, that's not for points or anything, just for shits and giggles guessing. It's a bit wild, though, that we're here with three games left and we're all still able to have our guess be correct from episode The 24. second guess. Yeah, the second guess. The second guess. guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that was still a long time ago. I mean, and mine when wasn't – well, it, it wasn't 10 weeks, that's for sure. It was definitely longer than 10 weeks because they, yeah. the season probably, is much longer than that. It was probably that. at the All-Star uh, break or some shit like that. Uh, yeah, you're we probably might, right. We, yep. we might have taken a look at it or something. Yeah. yeah. So. And if I recall how we got to those numbers, I started the trend of picking exactly how many wins they had last season. The previous, yeah. <laughs> Even though they missed the playoffs. And second, everyone just went prices right on me and second. <laughs> I mean, above I, and below. Yeah. I think the projection said, though, it would be right around this area. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, if you look at it between episode 14 and episode 24, I'm the closest. I was only a five game difference here, and uh, I still have a chance to uh, pull well, this. Like we said, this price non, is right. Doesn't this non point. <laughs> no, you're right. It has to be exactly 92 for me to win. But, but uh, I feel good about 92 going two and one over the last uh, two games. And well, it all depends too after that if, if it's a doubleheader tomorrow or whenever that doubleheader is. Like, what happens when if Seattle loses the first game? You think uh, Tron, oh, Tron I guess change, Tron, Tron changes something? Yeah, maybe. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Actually, Sardbart in the, the you know they're gonna be playing in the wild card. Who do they start in game one? Oh Manoa. Yeah, one hundred percent. You go Stripling in game two, or do you go Gossman in game two? Oh, I go Gossman. Gossman. Yeah. See, I think I go Stripling. He's been playing great, and he then you have good. the, and then you have that. You have Gossman in Game Three if you need it, right? Yeah, but you don't want to go to Game Three. You want yeah. to fucking go for the jugular one. You're you got still it. at home though. Uh, you know, I don't know, man. I go pocket aces all day. And, uh, yeah, I get you. Uh, so we're not even. So not even Barrios. Like Barrios is not even in the question. He's been shit, man. I know he has, but <laughs> so you're saying he's the number four guy right now? Yes. Well. That's crazy, eh? Like, he's... which to be fair, the reason we were so high in our early projections, yeah, it was supposed to be Manoa and Gosman, like came true, but also Barrios and Ryu were supposed to be. There were supposed to be four real good 
starters in this. Uh, I don't think we were that high on Rio. No. It was, but but we were much much higher on Brios. Yeah. Much like I would I would honestly I would honestly say like Brios and Gosman were gonna be your aces. Like we like yeah. we, I expected Manoa to do well. I didn't expect him to do mm-hmm. fucking almost be like a Cy Young Award winner. Like yep. he's fucking killing it. Like For that sure. that was who the first two I thought we were gonna go with, and then Manoa would be our third, and then Rio is Rio. Yeah. And then we knew that fucking Shikikuchi was number five would be whoever. <laughs> remember, I remember Jesse, you and I both were like, this is at best a meh signing for us. <laughs> and he was worse than meh. <laughs> yeah, he, was, he was pretty horror awful. The only time was when we had that like this little spell where the Jays used up a lot of bullpen guys and the starters weren't doing great and we needed a long man. And <laughs> we had Kikuchi in the pen. We're like, all right. Go fucking throw four innings and we'll just take an L in this game. <laughs> well, I think we predicted uh, Kikuchi because he'd strike people out. Was he uh, that he was going to be like kind of like not Robbie Ray, but like Robbie Ray strikes a lot of people out, but he throws throws really hard. So there's a lot of hard contact after it, and that's the same way that Kikuchi was, but he couldn't get away from that hard. Not same year, with Brios. Yeah. Brios had a lot of hard contact this year, which. I don't think I've really ever seen from him ever. So it's kind of weird. Yeah, hopefully it's just a down year for him and he can bounce back because he's it needs to be. He's not <laughs> we signed him to a big yeah. fucking guy. What and he's not played like he historically has. So either I think it's a one-off. Yeah. Like if you actually look at his stats too, he has a lot of quality starts too. So he's he's either fucking like on fire or just flaming out yeah like, and he could be unlucky too too right with the who knows maybe the maybe the offense was was not hitting when you know he's losing one or two nothing games like no man his era is uh, fucking it's like was it, was, it, it was like that, over five for most of the year <laughs> all right well he needs to get his shit together yeah, for sure. <laughs> he will he will for the playoffs that's, that's all that matters hopefully we need him all right so let's assume the jays win this wild card and they are the home team versus either Tampa or Seattle, which looks like at this point, it's going to be Seattle. Who would you prefer to play? Tampa or Seattle? Seattle. hundred percent Seattle. Any one specific reason? We aren't that hot against Tampa, and we've had issues with them before multiple times. So Not that hot against Seattle either, man. I don't even know what 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 our record is against them. I just know that like it's I losing. I, want, I I don't. Okay, fair enough. I just don't so want any it, noise. It is against Tampa too. Raiders. <laughs> yeah, I know. I I just don't want any of the Rays. That that's all. Like like the Rays have pitching, tons and tons of pitching. Whereas the Mariners, not so much. And I like a revenge game against Robbie Ray. <laughs> I'm gonna disagree. I'm gonna say Tampa. Simply because they're in the division, we know them better. Realistically, I they true. I think we can beat either team, especially in a three-game series. Because I think I think with Manoa and Gosman getting two of the starts, that might be all you need. And Stripling, like you said, Josh, he can handle a start as well, and you're not worried. I think I think the Jays are in a good position to win a three-game series, especially with all three games at the Rogers Center. So I'm not particularly concerned with either team. Uh, I worry a little bit more about the 
the series following where you got to get past your top three starting pitchers. That's where I worry. I would prefer to play Seattle. Um, Tampa has always, like you said, just they've kind of been a an Achilles heel almost for the Jays. They're, they have a tough, tough time beating them. Now, a lot of that has to do with playing at the Trop. Uh, but they also have a guy named Randy Rosarena who always lights it up around this time of year. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, they also have Wander Franco, who is a ridiculously good player, uh, you know, among all these others. And now, yes, they are missing Shane McClanahan, who would be at a, like, you do not want to face him in a playoff game. Oh, he's not playing. He's been hurt. Oh, I'm, I'm yeah. Baseball right now. Oh, yeah. On, man. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. He, so he is not like, he's definitely been out. So he is not okay. the, the number one dude there. I, I don't know their pitching staff that great. Um, Shane Boz, but I don't know if he's pitching either right now. I think he might he's be a hurt. rookie though. I don't know if he'd be the number one at this point. Well, no, I'm just saying, I like I said, I don't know any of their other pitchers. No. Yeah, does Blake Snell still play pitch for them? No, <laughs> I don't know. For San Diego San now? Diego. Yeah. So, the, anyway. the hard part I find with Tampa is that they seem to have fucking relievers for days. Well, the just, relievers are awesome, too. Yeah, well, not, exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of, uh, those are a lot of starters that didn't pan out, right? And they got fucking fire for arms and. Uh, so that's why, yeah, that is definitely why I want to stay away from Tampa. Um, and Seattle's definitely they're a younger team for sure. You know, and yeah, so they, they, they have some young players. They probably got close to a rookie of the year there for yep. with uh, Rod, J Rod. But uh, another thing too is Seattle doesn't have any playoff experience. Like right, they, that's what they, I mean. They like they fucking just clinched. It's been like years and years, like over I think two decades. I think it was like two thousand one the last time, or not two thousand. Yeah, maybe 2001. Yeah, last time they, I they, think they it was clinched. 01, I think, is when they clinched last. I think. Yeah, and they clinched this time on a walk-off home run. That was really cool. Oh, yeah, it was uh, Raleigh or some shit like that, the catcher. Yeah, I forget the guy's name, but yeah. That's cool. All right, but still, so, I'd rather play Seattle, 100%. So, Seattle. two on Seattle, one on Tampa for that. The two are right, one wrong. one's wrong. So we we know you, you guys are just cowards. That's all. <laughs> yeah, we basically know who is going to be in the playoffs. We just don't know the final seedings in both the AL and NL. Um, but is there a surprise team for you guys to watch out for, type thing on either the uh, the NL or or the AL? Um, and I'm I mean I'm not. It's got to specifically be a wild card team because you can't say that you watch out for Houston or watch out for the Yankees and the Dodgers, right? Watch like out obviously, for them Dodgers. We know that those are top four teams are the top four teams. Now that being said, it's really only top three teams because we don't know who the top four team, the second team in the NL is going to be. It could either be the Mets or the Braves, and I'm not 100% sure, but I think the Braves might have won today, which was huge because they're playing against each other. They're yeah. one game up. Right, so that's so that will probably seal the deal as the Braves being the number three seed, or sorry, the number two seed in the NL. Mm. Yeah. Well, it depends okay, so on. Well, I guess they, they still, still have, have three games or whatever, but right? so there's lots to decide. But as long as as long as the Braves do as good as the Mets, they're going to win. So, but either are any any of teams that you guys think just watch out for. These guys are going to be a surprise team. 
St. Louis. I think they, they got a lot of talent. They got experience. And I wouldn't be surprised if they made it far or deep into the NL postseason. Just to the NL postseason? <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like you said, like you can't go for like the top teams or whatever. That, that would be my team that I think that could that that could make a run to yeah, the World Series for sure. Well, I'm gonna fucking contradict myself just for fun. So despite saying I'd rather play them than uh, the Mariners, I think the Tampa Bay Rays, so they have a good matchup being the final wildcard team in the AL because you get to play against fucking Cleveland. Yeah. As long as well, I mean, you're going to run into Bieber no matter what. But Yeah, but this, uh, that's a very winnable series. Yeah. Uh, and then you probably move on to play the Yankees and the DS. And that's a team you know well. And uh, they might be able to pull off the upset there. And then we got the championship series, and who knows what might happen. Now, the second round is seven-game series and back and forth like normal. Am I correct there? I don't know. I'm pretty sure the DS and the CS along the World five Series. five-game series? I, I thought it was a five-game. I thought there were seven now, but I could be wrong. No, right, I'm going to ch- challenge you. It's, it, it is. It's best of five. Still? Are you yeah. sure? The so DS? Yeah. Okay. The CS and the World Series are seven? This is good. Josh is down minus two. The the, the CS. I thought it was – I'm pretty sure I read it today that they were sevens. Hmm. All I know is I'm reading a website that's (laughs) MLB.com. And (laughs) (laughs) And it says the AL Division Series starts October 11th, best of five format. Huh. Yeah. Well, that is fucking poopy. I have lost two points already today. Fuck. Mamma mia. I'm pretty sure I lost other points on this playoff format. <laughs> I'm like the old boys club. I can't fucking keep this one straight. <laughs> Fuck. Well, it's all fucking new, so don't be too hard on yourself. Too late, man. This is bullshit. All right. <laughs> All right. So you say the Rays. Jesse said the Cardinals. And for me, it's the Mets. Uh, I know that these guys could still technically win the uh, uh, their division or, over the Braves. It's going to be a lot more difficult now, but they will finish as the number four uh, seed likely, which gives them that home field advantage versus the Padres. The Padres are good, but they are not, in my opinion, as good as the Mets this year. And I think that the I think the Mets are going to be a sneaky a sneaky team. You got uh, you got Pete Alonso, who I know Jesse's got a heart on for, uh, but uh, <laughs> he is a he's a great one B, and uh, he can smash the ball. They've got a bunch of other players in uh, you know Marte and uh, Degrom isn't still there, is he? He fucking is, and he's probably the yeah. best pitcher still in the league if he wasn't fucking hurt all the time. Yeah. Uh, so uh, these guys are going to be a tough one uh, uh, to That's go through. That's a good through. pick. Fuck. Uh, I kind of, I kind of missed that one, but uh, like, I mean, I, I don't know how surprising it is though. Like, they're probably going to be a hundred win team by the time of the season. Though. Right. But I, I had to 
you know, cap it at something and saying you had to be a wild card team or yeah. I mean, I yeah. guess I could have said you had to have 93 mm-hmm. wins or less. <laughs> it, it just wouldn't give enough options. So um, no, but that that's a really great team. Then you named a bunch of you guys. Scherzer's still there. Yep. So it, they got yeah. they got pitching and they got offense. Like, Lindor is there too, isn't he? Yes, he is. Yeah. Like so I said, like he's got they got lots team. of talent, lots of talent. Uh, yeah, it, they could be a wild card. In that I don't know for sure. Like like a like as in not just being wild card, but like being yeah. something that could destroy the bra- our brackets there yeah. if we don't pick them. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right, so we have to give our World Series picks because the playoffs are going to start on Friday and we won't be on at earliest until next Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to give our picks here. Um, unfortunately, Kev is not here. And uh, what a bitch. I'm not sure if we uh, messaged him to say, hey, who the fuck's your pick? But uh, we didn't get a pick. So Kev's out on this one. But maybe, who do you guys got? Who's your maybe pick? We'll get we'll we'll have them fucking send a message like tomorrow or some shit like before we give them the files to edit. Yeah. <laughs> before you get these, he'll, he'll splice himself in. <laughs> yeah. So who you guys got? Uh, just as a recap, uh, myself, Kevin, and Pete all said the Jays were going to win the World Series in episode fourteen. And Jess, I think we deduced that you said uh, the Brewers were going to win. I said I was I was on. I would pick them, but everyone else picked them, so I went different. We got we got we got to have some controversy. Yeah. Well, the controversy is when you look back at episode 14's document, somebody changed your pick and said wrong, (laughs) 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 and it was in caps. And then the next the next pick was also in caps, and it all it said Blue Jays. But beside that was Peter. So my guess is that <laughs> it was Pete. Peter's changing documents. So <laughs> Pete, just for the record, next time just write wrong beside his pick. No, so no, that no. we still have his you pick. Get, you gotta forge documents well. <laughs> well he's, he's just afraid fact. of me picking the right the right one, although it did not happen this year at all. <laughs> I I don't even know if they, they they still have a chance to get in. I don't think they do. No, I think it's uh, uh maybe I, I think it's the pod race. I that got that they were playing against that were the closest ones for the wild the last wild card spot. Let's see yeah. what we got here. Uh, the Phillies are playing or like fighting against to get in the last wild card. Oh, so it's the Phillies, and the okay. Phillies are two games up on the Brew Crew for yeah, the so last they, spot. They That's fucking, tough. Yeah, yeah. Sweep the next. Phillies season. need to lose all three, basically. Yeah, they have to. Depend depending depending on head to head. Yep. The, yeah. Yep. Or tie whatever the tiebreaker is. So they just need to they just need to win the series this time. So you're I not know. you're not rolling with the Brewers this time. No, no, no. No. I'm gonna go with uh, my pick from last year. I'm gonna go with the Braves. It's not now, a bad I pick. now I didn't pick them to win the bracket last year, which I don't think I won the bracket last year. I think Kev may have gone. I but, think Kev did, yeah. But I did yeah. pick the Braves. You, you, you diversified big time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing it again. I'm doing it again. And now I got I got tons of faith in them. There you go. So, so I I I believe in them. They're a great team. Acuna's back. It wasn't there last year, and they won the the World Series without him. So hopefully they do it again. Yeah, but Freddie Freeman's gone. So you know. Mm-hmm. Well, where is Freddie? Uh, surprise! Surprise! He's back on fucking LA Dodgers. Well, funny you say that. <laughs> I'm actually going to take my pick from last year too. 
uh, didn't work out for me last year. But this year, they look even more dominant than they were last year. <clears throat> I wanted to go with the Blue Jays, but I truly think I think the bats are fine. But I don't think the back end of the starting rotation is good enough to win a World Series with this team. Oh, fuck. You only need three starters, man. After, after Manoa, it doesn't even fucking matter. Yeah, hundred like percent. We we need we need more. Like, I agree with Peter. No, I'm saying I. Oh, like, we only fuck. we only have Manoa. That's all I, we have. I think we're we're fine with our top three, man. And, and whether Ooh. it's Barrios or Stripling, I think you're not gonna go with a guy with a four. Maybe in our case, because it's Stripling or Barrios, you might. But obviously, his pick is a homer pick. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Pete, if you're done uh, sucking on fucking LA, well, Jack, then... well, I got I don't, I don't think I ever said it, but yes, I'm going with the LA Dodgers. I think they're the best team in baseball this year. I think they were last year too. Who beat? They them? were last year. Who beat too, them in the playoffs they, last year? Uh, I, I know. <laughs> I want to say the Braves. So part of me thinks you it's the Giants. Right. No, okay. it was the Braves. They beat the Giants. Okay. I, that was my team I jumped on. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. the Braves came and beat the snot out of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. So but, you got uh, the Dodgers. I got the Dodgers. I think despite them being fucking cunts and just spending their way to be in a really good team, they're a really good team. It's and part of I baseball, think, man. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> For real, it is. It's part of baseball. So I don't I don't mind it. Yeah. As, as much as it can piss you off the spending when you just if you're a smaller market team and you have no chance, that's baseball, man. Yeah, the thing is, is though, if you're a smaller market team and in the playoffs, you get way more fans mm-hmm. nationally, at least. Yeah, for sure. All right, so as Jesse you alluded to, I am going Homer, and it's maybe I can't remember, but it might be my pick from last year too. Uh, pretty sure the year before I took the Yankees and I got fucking hell for it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so no, I that was last year. That yeah, was last year. Was it, was it last year? No, I don't think it was. Was it, oh, it was yeah, last it was. year? Uh, it was right, last right. year. All right. Anyway, so I'm sticking with the homers. I'm going with the Jays. The boys are heating up. We've got you know Springer is he's an October beast and he is starting to heat up. Uh, you got Tay Oscar who has been on fire over the last couple games. Two homers today. He's looking right. really good. Like, and I, didn't he hit one yesterday too? Pretty sure. Yeah, so you, you got the, just those two guys. Obviously, you got Vladdy and Bull, who are always a threat at the plate at any given time. Bull was fucking super hot uh, throughout September. Uh, best player in the league. Uh, yeah, hit over 400, I think, in September. Yeah, it was like 426, and the next guy was 407. It was Judge. It was something like that. Um, Jansen looks good. They're just – the sticks are looking phenomenal. The defense is, is good. Yeah, like the defense is still solid. You're, you know, yes, the pitching, like you said, Pete, the back end of the, of the rotation, but a three Plus pitching. Plus the relievers too, man. Well, the relievers has been pretty fucking good. No, no qualms on them either, right? So, I I'm good with rolling. But with, is it World Series good, dude? In the World Series, you go with three pitchers. Well, I'm talking, I'm talking all the way to the World Series. You go, you pretty much go with three pitchers, and the odd time you're going to put in that fourth guy. Right now, we have three. We have two, two superstars. Uh, and then you've got Barrios and Stripling, who right now I trust Stripling more. So he's my number three. And then if I'm going to get into – once I get to a seven-game series, that's when Barrios gets a start. 
you know, I mean, maybe in a, maybe in a game four situation in a, in a five game series, but I think I bring back Manoa or whoever you're starting out with. Right. Yeah. You, still there, get, it, you still have to get the five days in, man. Like, well, is there always a day off in between games? There will no, be. No, no. Like typically it's, it's like, it's back to back. And then sometimes it's another back, another three games in a row every day. So yeah. like a regular, you need yeah. five days for sure. And Brios, as as much as we've given him shit, he he is that fourth guy. And you will use him as a starter, I guarantee it. If if they go as far as what you're saying. Right, but there's also gonna be a delay between series. So potentially, right? Like not everybody plays on the first day. I guess the AL does, and then the NL plays the next day usually. That's usually how they do the television, television, the schedule, and whatnot. So, well, they play at different times, but they play sometimes. They play the same day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I mean, all the AL usually plays one day, I think, and then all the NL plays the following day is how they usually. But then it's back to back too. Right. Then you play the next day again. But I usually they have an a, a previously because they traveled, they would have the extra day rest before Game Three in a. Game five, three game series or five game series. Well, okay, so so as as long as the Jays don't say the Jays go three games, mm-hmm. you have one day. You know, it's probably back to back to back because it's all home games. It's probably yeah, three in a and row. it's and it's starting and on a Friday, day, so you, you might have a day off. Friday, Sunday, you might have a day off, mm-hmm. or you might have. You're not going to put Manoa back in. You're going to have to fucking. Oh, I put Manoa back in. I put him back in on four days rest all day long. I just don't want to wreck his arm, man. You've got he's got three or four more starts, man. Like maybe a few more than that, but he, this is maybe you push it off because you have the burritos. But if you've only got three guys that are your, you know, on your roster, like we have kind of that bonus, if you will, that you can pull out an ace in your fourth spot. Oh, but I do not trust Barrios in a playoff game. But you're going to have to play him, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, I eventually. We, but and that, you follow, and that's follow why, that logic, and you're going to have to play I picked the Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like you said, P, you're on the Dodgers, which is wrong. Jesse, you're on the Braves, which is wrong. And I'm on the BJs, which is definitely right. And it, it's not going to make a difference because they're going to put up fucking 13 runs a game or something stupid. It won't be that many. Let's, let's but, hold Let's hope. And the pitching won't make a difference. Uh, keep in mind they're playing playoff pitching too. Oh, I know. You're, you're I, not the only not, team that gets to play your start, your fucking best starters. They're definitely not putting up 13 runs a game average. <laughs> no fucking way. So. All right, guys. Lastly, I just want to talk about uh, MVP as we had talked about it in uh, hockey and who we thought was going to be the MVP at the beginning before the puck had dropped. We are now three games away from being done the MLB season who you think are your uh, MVP winners in the AL and NL this season well let's just start with the AL I'm going to go with Otani again Uh, this guy is a phenomenal two way player Uh, this season his bat was still there wasn't as good as last year but his pitching came to term this year he is the only player to be able to strike out 200 batters while hitting 
30 home runs ever in MLB history. I mean, that's pretty good. He he is an unreal player. It's not even he's not playing on a the same tier as everyone else because it's not fair what he's doing. Because he's just he can do everything. That's his it that, that that's the why he will be the MVP and for the AL at least. I he's unreal. And he, the problem is like for whatever reason, they got two MVPs there, Trout, who needs to stay healthy, but LA can't do anything. Poolhouse was there last year and they couldn't do anything. Like I don't know. Challenge. Challenge. Poolhouse was in he was a Dodger last year. He was traded to the Dodgers, but he started with LA. Oh shit. I guess that's a wash, isn't it? If it is. is there, <laughs> he was both an angel and a Dodger. <laughs> I, I suppose. But eh, he he was he was traded to the Dodgers. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was traded to the Dodgers. But he started with LA. Well, Anaheim. I guess I said LA, but Anaheim. Well, whatever, same difference. No, I yeah. think they're LA again. <laughs> is this another yeah. challenge point? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're the LA Angels again. Yeah, you're right. They are the LA Dodgers. Or LA Angels. Um, that's the one we were at. But <laughs> I, I, that's why I think Otani's there because he's just an unreal player. As historic as a season as Judge has had, he's also a Yankee. So that, there's a bit of bias. <laughs> 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 I mean, I agree with you, Jesse, that Otani is doing things that no one else, not named Babe Ruth, I guess not even named Babe Ruth, is able to do. He is a different player. But he was the MVP last year. And going to get it this year. I don't think what he's doing this year is significantly different than what he did last year. Might be a little better. But last year, there wasn't an Aaron Judge hitting 61. Is he at 62 yet, or is he still at 61? 61, because he's a bitch and can't hit any more home runs. What he a struck bitch. Out three times today. So it wasn't even like people were trying to walk him. He fucking <laughs> out. Like, that's what the Jays were trying to do. They were like, I don't want oh, to. Yeah, they just yeah no out. part of them, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, the 61 did happen against the Jays, but still. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tim Mays' name will last forever in history now. <laughs> so Aaron Judge in in some people's view is now the all-time at least tied for the all-time home run crown mm-hmm. because the steroids is, exactly because he is doing it outside of the steroid era and i forget the guy's name i should know the guy's name but the roger other guy maris. Did it. roger maris at 61. 61 61 years ago in 1961 so there's 61s all over the place. Kevin would love that. I can't believe he missed today's show. What a bitch. Was he born know, right? in 61? <laughs> Around there. Maybe a little after. A little after. <laughs> it's not that old. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Jesse, you're wrong. And it's going to be Aaron Judge, who is the AL MVP. It has to be. It has to be. No. It doesn't matter what Otani is doing. There's 61 home runs. The most ever hit in the American League. Non-steroid. Was hit this, no, ever in the American League. Steroids or not. Oh, yeah, because it was all Maguire and Sosa Sosa and Maguire and Bonds. Yeah. They all played in the NL. Yeah. 
when you at least tie, if he doesn't break the record for most home runs in your league ever, you win the MVP. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Keep it short and sweet. I agree 100%. There's no chance that Otani goes back to back. Although what he is doing is still crazy, it's still incredibly impressive. Um, be if if Otani came into this year and this was he didn't win the MVP last year, then it's a way closer race. Yeah. Because it's the first time we've seen it, but we saw it last year. It doesn't take away from it at all what he's doing. But uh, like like you said, Pete, well, that sixty one is uh, pretty pretty intense. It's uh, leans in your favor for sure. It it's it's wild what he's doing for sure, and it's historic what he's doing. Uh, he is the first player ever to have sixty plus home runs, ninety walks. 15 stolen bases as well. And he's had, he's just been amazing for sure. And he's doing it in a contract year too, which is the wild. Oh part. man, that dude is. And like we were talking so uh, much fucking we, money. We, we, we were talking about the beginning of the year. Like, don't get me wrong. I respect Judge. He is a Yankee and he'll probably continue to be a Yankee. Yeah. But he refused what they were going to pay him. And we all said, if he stays healthy, this guy is going to get paid out of the wazoo because that was his main thing, because if he can stay healthy. And that's what he's done. He is – he can still get the triple crown. He, it is still possible to get the triple crown. And with doing that, like we were talking about last year, when Vladdy was close to getting the triple crown with, with, against Otani for the MVP, who gets it? Well, at that different. point, that's we, tough. We right? were talking about it constantly about what was going to happen there. So, but Vladdy did not historically change the record book. No, he could have. He could have probably been like I think it was probably like the youngest uh, triple crown winner ever. Okay, but that's a if that yeah, that's maybe a, maybe we a little talking obscure about too. Like this and, is most home runs ever American League. This guy's name. You win the award. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Well, this guy also is doing ridiculous things. Doesn't matter. Pitching wise, well, he's also still hitting. Doesn't matter. He's still he's still top ten in the MLB in in uh, RBIs. I don't but, think about home runs, but that's he, great. He's, he's top 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 six in in strikeouts in ERA. Like that is an MVP. He makes that is fine. an MVP. He he does everything it, that you need to for a team, and that's what he does. In most seasons, that is a clear MVP. But when the record books get rewritten, sorry about your timing. He's already re- rewriting records. I already said that already. Not, he's, re- not, he's rewriting records already, bud. Not major. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I'm are you it as the dumbest one you could have said? No, when you're I'm rewriting talking. it, okay, he's doing it too. No, he's, he, I'm talking major records. Like, it is a major record. No one's no, ever done it, what he's done. No, it doesn't. It's still obscure what you're talking about. But no one's ever done it. That's fine. But when you hit the most home runs ever in your league, ever, you he's win. He's tied. He's tied, yes. He's tied. He's not. He, 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 don't give him the fucking crown. Right he's now. tied for the he's most tied. ever, yes. You think he Here. gets? Do you think he gets sixty-two? 
I think so. I think it's I three think. games. I bet you. I, who do they? I bet play? you will be challenging know. him to, to 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 do it. That's probably what happened last night. The, the he's on, he's been on pace this season for what? Well, basically, one every other game. Play the Texas Rangers, Mish. What the fuck? How do they play the Texas Rangers in the last series of the fucking season? I guess we have five in the division, so somebody's got to play an off team. Yeah. That's – I don't like that for the fucking Yankees. They should at least have to play the fucking Red Sox. Yeah, it should be the <laughs> Orioles that are playing someone else. Yeah, really? We, <laughs> although it would be making it more interesting if we were playing on Tampa. Yeah, again. <laughs> but we just played them like fucking 18 times wow. or some shit. 19. All right. 19, 19 so, games a year. <laughs> I mean, like last week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, NL. Let's get into NL. We've already been talking for an hour for fuck's sake about baseball, boys. Holy Christ. Yeah, it's Josh's topic. So let's. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> but I don't think it's you, the, your fault this time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely part of it. <laughs> Jesse's just wrong about Otani. Huh? T- t- team effort. So for me in the NL, it's it's got to be Paul Goldschmidt. Uh, you were talking Triple Crown earlier, Jesse. This guy, he's not in the running anymore. But at one point this season, he was. He was had a strong chance of getting the Triple Crown. Um, he is just having a fantastic year. And I think he's, uh, he's probably the choice for the MVP in the NL. Leading in slugging percentage by a wide, wide margin. I think Goldschmidt's the guy. I mean, it's not a horrible pick. It's not a horrible pick. He's been on fire all year. And he is a, he's a great player. Great player. And it goes along with uh, Jesse's watch out for the Cardinals because he is uh, – they got a hot – they got two hot corners there in uh, in Cleveland. Those two boys, yes, they, they are – You mean um, St. Louis? Yes. What did I say? Cleveland. Cleveland? You were thinking – you were thinking hot in Cleveland, but it's okay. I was thinking Cardinals for some reason. Maybe I said Cleveland. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, boys. They thanks both, they thanks for not challenging seat. me and losing another point. But but uh, yeah, they they're going to be that. Those are two great players on the corner there. And I don't know if you can. Is there anybody better in the in the league? But that combo, first and third. Jays are all right. No, in that le- in that league, okay. even yeah. even across even across the pros, the whole, whole league, like Chapman over there. Chapman's a phenomenal defensive player, but he's but not he the top end offensive stick, player, right? Yeah. He's been very good this year, but I think he has got like the second most home runs for the Jays. He has. Hit I think you're right. Runs. Yeah, he, like I said, but he's not. He's not uh, gold. He doesn't have an auto. He right? doesn't have an average. No, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, so you you might be right. I'm I'm I'm. Th- like yeah, I'm I'm thinking Freddie Freeman and and Tucker maybe, but at the same Turner, time Turner, Turner yeah, yeah. Or, or Tucker Turner yeah, Matt Matt Olson and Riley maybe in Atlanta maybe that that's more like the, I would say that would challenge Machado them. and who knows who else on first, <laughs> <laughs> Devers and who knows who else on first in Boston. <laughs> I'm gonna go with. Uh, Pete Alonso, he has had a great year. Still a young guy. Um, most RBIs in the league across the MLB, even more than Judge. Yep. So he's been very good. Not the most home runs in the NL, 
but he has been a superstar as getting that run producing that he needs to be. I think that he'll be there. Uh, defensively, I'm I'm honestly not sure, but if you typically don't hear about people, it means that they're, you're pretty good defensively. Yeah, if you're not so, a liability, yeah. Yeah, so I I I don't answer first base. Any of you can play first base. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Spina, if you're listening, we're talking. <laughs> We're not talking about you, but we're <laughs> but we're looking at you. <laughs> uh, so I, I got uh, Alonzo there. He's been great, great, great. And he can still catch uh, uh, Schwaber for the most home runs in the NL, too. So I think that uh, – That's going to be tough. Man. He's not going to get four. <laughs> four in three games and Schwaber hits zero. Oh, is it four? I thought it was, I thought it was three. Yeah, Sorry. No, that's tough, man. That's tough. It's unlikely then. Yeah, it was, it was a stretch to me for being in that bit. Schwarber strikes out a ton. Yeah. So does, so does Alonzo, but he can, when the runners are on the base, he produces. So both of you guys, those are definitely good picks. Uh, Jess, your Alonzo pick goes along with my watch out for the Mets. Uh, he is a big part of that. Um, obviously, he is a, he didn't win it this year, but he is a home run derby champion and he is phenomenal in that. And this boy can hit balls out. And uh, obviously, hitting them out uh, 60 mile an hour fastballs versus 90 mile an hour fastball is a whole lot different, but, uh, but I do like uh, Pete Alonzo, but I think it's going to be crazy this year. I think the MVP is going to be a pitcher and just a pitcher, not a pitcher and a hitter. Uh, This is going to be my, uh, my best fantasy player. I think this year. Sell Sandy, I call him Alcantara because that's how it fucking spelt, but apparently it's Alcantara. Uh, that's who I think is going to win. He was great, multiple complete games this year. He was lights out all year for a horrible team. Uh, obviously, they are the Marlins, or sorry, the uh, yeah, the Miami Marlins are. Uh, a young team and they are rebuilding and trying to get good and trying to rebuilding forever. Right. And that's a big thing, right? They've, they're tried to uh, build from within and they have a lot of nice, good pieces, but they're still missing a bunch of pieces. And, and that's why they're uh, still having some trouble. But this guy to me is he's the best pitcher in the league. And that's for me, that's, that's uh that's what i think and if you're the best pitcher uh in all of the league and there was nobody for me that jumped out offensively like crazy in the nl so like judge like you said Pete, he jumps out at you that's when you hit the most home runs ever in the al even though it's just a tie you're probably going to get the award um this guy there's nobody been even close in terms of pitching, in my opinion, in the NL, and there's nobody been offensively as good as Alcantara has been defensively. Uh, that's why I think it's going to win the Cy Young, and I think it's going to be crazy, a crazy stretch, because uh, it never happens for a pitcher, but uh, it's going to happen, and Alcantara is going to be the NL MVP. Jeez, imagine if we we're rolling into the MVP segment right now. Someone fucked up. We rolled from the NHL MVP into the fucking MVP segment. Come uh, on now. So we're pretty good. Dude, the NHL MVP is not going to happen for like fucking nine months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Jess. 
we got to talk about one of our favorite sports. This is a great 21 weeks of fucking the year coming up. Is it 21 or 22 weeks now? Ooh. Uh, Must be 22 eight, weeks. 18, so. but you also have a week in, you also a week in between for the. I, I don't even know if they're doing the Pro Bowl this year. No, they're not. They've it's changed it up forever. It's right? like it's Pro Bowl games now. It's more like uh, it's like uh, yeah. It's more like dodgeball and shit like that, like skills competition, yeah, which is skills. way cooler. That's way, way cooler. better. That's way better. We should have we, we should have talked about that. But anyway, NFL. Jesse starts up, and baseball took too long, so you got seven minutes. Go. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> NFL is back, Woo. and we've missed a month of it. <laughs> But we're back, and there's only one defeat, undefeated team now. The Philadelphia Eagles. Huh? Yeah. yeah. There's been um, – it's been a great year so far for the most part for close games. Uh, offense is way down compared to last year. Points scored at least. Um, but there's been a lot of close games, and that's typically what you want. And there's only been a couple that I think that have been forced by the refs, and that's what we don't want. But so the Eagles are undefeated, and they have beaten the Lions, which were the second overall pick, the Vikings, the Jags, who were the first overall pick this year, and the Commanders. Now, the Vikings is the only team after today that they've played that it has a winning record. The remainder of the schedule has the Cowgirls, Packers, and Giants with the only winning record the rest of the way. They play the Giants and Cowgirls twice. So my question to you guys is, do you think the Eagles are a contender? I don't know if I want to say this, but yes, I, I think they are. Uh, I, I so think- they're, when I mean a contender, I mean like, are they contender for the Super Bowl? Yeah, not just the playoffs. Yeah, uh, the way that they've been playing, Jalen Hurts has been phenomenal. He came from behind today to get a W. Uh, I just, I, I didn't believe it. I didn't. There was, you know, I'm in four different fantasy leagues. Jalen Hurts was my quarterback in one of them on an auto draft. I was unable to make the draft. It was the only one that I had an auto draft. And I was like, for fuck's sakes, I was so mad. And I had a buddy tell me that not to trust him, like draft another, like get another quarterback, pick somebody else up. And I realized that we're only four weeks into it, but he has been solid. He's looked really good running and passing the ball. The defense has been really good. Uh, you know, some of the, uh, the vets have said that this is the best defensive that they have been on. And, and, uh, if we remember back the defense, uh, the defense of the Eagles was used to be pretty good, uh, you know, a handful of years ago. So for, for the, just the way that they've been playing and I look for them to continue that again, you, like you said, just look at this schedule. Now I realize that that does not necessarily make them if they're playing weaker teams throughout the regular season and getting in there with 10 wins. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be a, a contender in the playoffs, but I really do think uh, that these Philadelphia Eagles are going to a win the NFC East and they're, 
they're going to do pretty good, man. I, th- I think they're good. I, I don't know if they're going to win. I don't know if they're going to get through the NFC, you know, and get to the Super Bowl, but they are definitely up there as a contender for me. I disagree. I don't see any way that they come out of the NFC. Like there, I don't see this team being able to beat the Bucks, or as much as I hate to say it, earmuffs Jesse, the Rams. I mean, the Bucks have not looked good. Period. So no, I don't, but they, I don't know. Hey, they just got thirty-one points tonight, boys. Did they lose though? They they are losing. But playoff Brady <laughs> will show up, and they. I don't. I don't think the Eagles are the team that's going to come out of the NFC, and if they do. Which I guess makes them a contender, so fine. But if they go against any of the premier teams out of the AFC, I don't see a chance. That's fair. But so, winning okay. doesn't just make you contender. There's you know multiple teams that are going to be contenders. You know those last four teams for sure are contenders. So do you think he makes? Yeah. Do you think they think Hurts and the Eagles make it to the final four? Or do you think they get bounced before that in the NFC? Yeah, I think they get bounced before that. I think, like Jesse said, they got an easy schedule so far. I think, uh, but it seems better. like they have an easy schedule going through. So maybe, yeah. what yeah. if they get the buy? Right? What if? Sure, but they're, you're still going to play a good team. Mm-hmm. And so it won't yeah. be the Bears. I'll tell you that much. They won't be the Bears. No. <laughs> I don't uh, see it. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think they're pretenders so far. Uh, they're not even pretenders. They're garbage. Oh, sorry. I was talking about the Bears. You're talking about the fucking <laughs> Eagles. <laughs> My bad. My bad. Uh, to Josh's point, I think the Eagles have looked great. Again, it's against bad teams, but a win's a win. If you look good against a bad team, it doesn't matter as long as you get that W. Uh, the only guys that I think that the Eagles will be scared of, I guess you could say the, the Cowgirls and the Packers. Because they have to play them twice. It's a divisional game with the Cowgirls. And I'm thinking that Dak will be back for both those games, as long as it doesn't get hurt again. Now, the Cowgirls do have Cooper Rush, who is, after today, 4-0 and as a starter. <laughs> Woo! He's played some pretty garbage teams, too. So it, it's it's up in the air right now. Like I, I like uh, Philly's D like you said today, they came from behind in a wet game. So it's difficult to do that. He uh, did throw a pick pretty awful one that was returned for a touchdown today. Um, but the Jags couldn't take advantage because that defense just smothered them. I can, cause the NFC is, there's only like three good teams, and that's the Rams, the Bucks, and you can throw in the the Eagles. Like the Packers, they're still searching for like wide receivers. They have a decent duo at running back, but they don't have they have a great defense too. But they need Aaron Rodgers to get these wide receivers going real quick. So I don't know if they can make it too deep. They have they really don't have much experience. They were in the playoffs last year. Got dummied by the Bucks. Could I see that again this year? Possibly. They need they need more experience. They need they haven't played. They're, they're not going to have any experience going playing t- hard teams either. So yeah. 
who knows what happens when they get in the playoffs. It might, it might be difficult for a contender for the Super Bowl. I'm going to say no again, bias Rams. I think they're going to go there. Uh, but they, for a divisional round, I, I can see them getting there. I can, I can see them winning either on uh wild card or super wild card weekend or getting the bye. Cause they have a, such an easy schedule that they could definitely get the number one seed. The Rams have a tough one. The Bucks have a real tough schedule too, and so do the Green Bay Packers. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> right on the point. Thanks, Pete. <laughs> so... And break. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think uh, besides Yosh. Would you did you say that they're gonna make it to the championship final? Uh like not the Super Bowl. I think they're gonna make it to the NFC championship, NFC championship game. And I'm on the fence on because you're right with the teams that are good or supposed to be good. I'm not even sold on the Bucks being a top team right now. I'm not. They haven't they haven't done much. I haven't seen like I realize it's Brady and I realize that, you know, he's going to get better as the season goes on, but uh, man. And, and like, where's been Cooper cup been? like, I, I don't even know if the Rams are a top team. They lose tomorrow night. They're mediocre. Like dominating. What are nah, you talking man. about? Let, let, he had like, one if, bad game. If they lose tomorrow, they're two and two, just the same as everybody else in the division. They are like, don't get me wrong. They definitely are still a, a, a good team and they have definitely a lot of potential but nobody has stuck out and we're not talking about the nfc period except for the eagles so okay it's, true a, it's early though it's early it is early yeah, we're four weeks early. into it for sure there's also a lot of injuries on the rams o-line and three uh, injuries injuries and, man. and still, every team's still with the box there's, there, there's been a bunch of well, that's sounds like an excuse to me but eagles haven't <laughs> had any injuries but the, when people come back oh yeah they'll, yeah. F- they'll fucking dominate yeah that's fair that's fair but. and like i said cooper cup has been dominant he has the Bitch. the record for the most 90 yard games in a row at 15 do you know who the next closest is Jerry Rice. No, I'm just saying, guess the next number. Oh, but is it is it Jerry Rice? I don't know. It'd be, it'd be awesome if it was. <laughs> I know plus, it's not. Plus one. I know it's not 14. <laughs> it's not 13. It's not 12, and it's not 11. Huh? Is it nine? Might be. I think it's ten. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man. He had one bad game, and he dropped a touchdown pass that probably could have put him over 90 yards. Hmm. He sucks. Yeah, once in a while you do that. They what still won bitch. the game. Say he's a bitch. You guys are dumb if you guys are thinking he's a bitch. <laughs> hey, call up so, Aaron Donald and tell him I need a game out of him tomorrow, okay? I will, because I need to get, I need him to fucking wreck these guys because I hate these guys. <laughs> How cool would it be to have a fucking superstar on speed dial though? Oh yeah. That'd be all right. For sure. It doesn't even need to be on speed dial. I'll search for his name throughout my contacts. <laughs> if I even oh, get a text me. message back from AD <laughs> or Cooper Cup, I'd be like, my life is, I, I, I have one life. You wouldn't even need to get married, right? Yeah. Why do I, why do I need to continue on the lineage? It's done now. <laughs> 
All right. So this week we had some controversy with concussions. So on Sunday, Tua Tungavailoa got smoked. Well, he didn't get really smoked. He got pushed backwards, fell over, and he hit his back of his head on the turf. And he got a little woozy. He got pulled out of the game. Hello, woozy. Hello, woozy. This is against the Bills you're talking about now. Right. This was against the Bills. Week three. Yeah, week three. Yeah. Sun, this, uh, last Sunday. And, yeah, so he was a little messed up. He got up. He looked like he got hit a couple times as a boxer and couldn't stand up for the 10 seconds, and he got knocked out, so he, they pulled him off. And then this was in the second quarter. Come halftime, he's running back on that field. And he ended up winning the game for Miami against the Bills. The Super Bowl apparent champs, the Bills. They're still going to win it. You can lose the game and win the Super Bowl. No big deal. But there was a lot of controversy because he did not look like he was okay. They said that why he fell down was because of a back and leg issue. That's what team doctors had said. Fast forward to Thursday night when he's playing. He's playing okay, not as well as he did against the Bills, against Cincinnati. And he took a sack. And again, he hit the back of his head on the turf. And it looked like he had broken his finger. But yeah. what happened was he – I, I read up on this. It was like a neurological link. And it's when your fingers like fence – and his hands were like frozen and his finger was like, looked like it was broken, his index finger. And it was on his throwing hand too. But it was just because he had hit his head so hard on his, the turf. Yeah, his brain got done fucked up. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah. So he got, he got pulled from that game and Twitter went off. Everyone was saying like, oh, fucking Miami so sued. Well, he left in an so ambulance, right? <laughs> Yeah. Well, for sure. So, so yeah, he went to the, he went to the hospital there in Cincinnati, and he he left that night and flew home with the team. All extremities were working, no problem. And yeah, he he was just he was really really concussed. And the protocol is for the concussion protocol is if if he leaves with a concussion, which they never diagnosed it as that. So that's why he was allowed to come into the game, game against the Bills. Come back. He won it. So he did his job there, and he was trying to do his job here. And it's Thursday night. He was still a little concussed. But, again, he hit the back of his head very, very hard. So there's now new rules and a new protocol for concussion. The NFL and NFLPA have agreed to new parameters of the updated concussion protocols that will rule out players that – exhibit gross motor instability as Tua Tungvaloa did during the Dolphins' week three. As Tua who? <laughs> <laughs> you nailed, you Tua nailed who? it before. You nailed it before. The <laughs> second time, I don't think you got it. The first time, you might have got his name. But... <laughs> Just stick with Tua. We don't hear that. Tungvaloa. <laughs> there we go. Jesus. Like I said, it's been a long day. <laughs> And so 
So regardless of any possibility of contributing factors, so which was the back and leg issue. And then, so the league pro, uh, concussion protocols have become a widespread debate after this. Uh, doctors clearing them last Sunday. And now they will be watching this more often than not. And that the neurological issue, neurological issues that was not considered a no-go will be that as it is. Because there's not a lot of science behind it. They even had a third party come in, third party doctor come in not part of the team, not part of the NFL, and said he was clear to play on Thursday night. Well, and that third-party doctor has since been fired. Yeah. For, I think they called it multiple mistakes uh-huh. in clearing yeah. him to come back. Yeah, on Thursday, yeah. Yeah. Or from from Thursday's injury, yeah. So are you under the impression that this is still a conspiracy theory that the NFL knew that this guy would clear him? And I didn't no. hear that. There was a conspiracy. No. Well, there, 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 there's definitely that out there for sure that the NFL thought that because they want the best players out there. This was an undefeated team at the time. Come on. And, they, I mean, and they've played a lot of great teams. I don't know. I, I think they're clever enough to know that th- what happened is worse for the game than uh-huh. having two in there against the Bills, which, sure, that's good for the ratings in the moment. But seeing well, that I'm injury, more talking about the third party was like during the week leading up to the Thursday nighter. No, I think that th- no, it was on Sunday. I think the third party was on Sunday to let him go back in against the Bills. Maybe also during. I thought the week. it was. Te- I'm pretty sure it was a team doctor that said Thursday or Sunday was the reason why he got in. The third party was during the week. Maybe. Either so, way, both said he was good to go. The, the, the only doctor yeah. I know that got fired was the team doctor from the Sunday night. No, it was the third-party doctor that got fired. Sounds like a challenge, boys. I'm going to challenge that. I'm pretty yes. sure it's, it's the it's the <laughs> the third the team doctor uh, uh, for and they got the NFLPA to get fired. And the NFLPA fired the third-party neurological consultant are you reading that no oh okay (laughs) all right anyways so someone look that up yeah so he was a bit messed up i thought that uh, i was sure the third party was during the week that cleared him for maybe the thursday nighter says that first thing from uh the Guardian says an unaffiliated doctor involved in the decision to clear the Miami Dolphins quarterback to attack a Viola after he was evaluated for a concussion during a recent game against Buffalo has been fired, according to an ESPN report on Saturday. And it goes on to say about the several mistakes. So it says unaffiliated. And I was talking about during the week then too, because I thought that's what it was. I didn't think it was during the... Th- I, I, thought, I, thought, I thought Pete's challenge was unaffiliated versus third party. Team. Yeah, 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 that's what I thought his challenge was. But you guys can argue about that. No, that's great. <laughs> he said it was a team doctor. I said it was a third party neurobiologist. What the fuck? So Peter wins. I, it's, that's what it's leading like to me. I, I mean, I, I'll keep looking shit up. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> 
Alrighty. Though so, <laughs> after this all the these issues that I had with Tua during the Sunday game, do you think he should have been playing that on the Thursday nighter? After no, man, he should not have been playing in either game. Like I can't believe that at 2022 we're still fucking shit up like this with concussions. Like you got to be able to see when someone. Even maybe has a concussion, they got to get pulled, and that's it. They're done until they go get properly scanned. Like they're done for the game. They the should problem be done. is, is there's still not a lot of science to it either. As much as like, okay, that third party. Well, that's on Sunday. They the the whole thing is is if they're like falling down from that, you think that's from a back and leg issue. Yeah, you probably like, suck at your job. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. But the problem like, is, is, too, you can create like a really good baseline, too, during your test because you can do baseline tests, but he was never considered in concussion. Okay, like, but they said but, it was all lower back and stuff like that. But that's clearly a mistake. And like, if you like, if you're saying the science is not necessarily all there yet, then lean on the side of caution. Like, yeah. if you see a guy getting up and stumbling, like something is wrong, and he says, no, no, it's my back. Sorry, no, you're out. That's it. You can't go back into a collision sport like the NFL after getting up from a hit and wobbling like that. Sorry, you're done. And maybe he still goes back in on Thursday, and maybe the same injury still happens. But at least during that same game, you got to take him out. You got to make sure you properly evaluate him as best you can. Yeah. So all reports have said that after his concussion evaluation on Thursday for him to come back in, they were all came back clear. But if we are talking about him having this mysterious back injury, then it leads to believe that, of course, he would be cleared to play. Um, now there has been talk about like the next question is going to be what was the doctor's uh, solution to these back injuries? Cause he obviously did something to make his back magically better to come back in. Right. If it was a back. So there's also that question where nobody has talked about that, you know, and obviously you can still conspire uh, to say, Oh, we did this, we did that to your back and you're good to go. Uh, cortisone, whatever, but um, no, I think the uh, doctor fucked up here. Uh, got another report here. This is a Sports Illustrated article, and it says, according to football, uh, pro football talk, NFL Players Association decided to fire the doctor that apparently gave clearance to Miami Dolphins uh, Tua to play in week four. Blah blah blah. Carries on. NFLPA has exercised its prerogative to terminate the unaffiliated neurotrauma consultant involved in the Tua situation. So I, I got to say that uh, challenge-wise, Pete, I got to say you took this. Uh, Jess, I'm willing to entertain anything else if you can find that it says as a team doctor. Uh, but at this point, I got to say Petey won that, which is horrible because he is destroying on this week's episode. Uh, do I think he should have played? No, quite. Uh, of course not. Of course not. Now, 
you know, come Sunday when he's already played on Thursday or come back on Thursday, you could you assume as the casual fan that he's a okay. Um, evidently, he was not. You know, the initial hit, which is another uh, talk or a point of a debate, is the hit on Thursday night, and it was Matt Milano. The uh, Buffalo Bills, he's one of my fantasy dudes. On Sunday. Uh, Sunday Sorry, on Sunday. Sorry, my bad. On Sunday. And he was not fined. He was flagged for a uh, late hit or whatever uh, on uh, the personal foul, but was not fined for the hit. And so that has been another talk of conversation or another point of conversation is why, if this is a major hit that obviously resulted in uh, at least a temporary concussion, uh, according to what we what we heard from the doctors, why was this not uh, fined? You know, obviously that is besides the point uh, of Tua being thrown back in there when he probably shouldn't have been and was not healthy, and that's that is the biggest cause for concern here. And just if you like, is it legit? There's conspiracy theories that people are saying like, oh, oh it's because there's... they wanted the best. Like I understand that, I get it, but. I don't think they fucking NFL is that stupid, man. It's just the Twitter universe too doing that, but it's I don't believe it. I the thing is you can't get away with it now. It's it's almost impossible to get away with that shit now. Like you can pay a ton of people off. There's so many like heroes and 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 whistleblowers. Like there's no point in trying to do that. Your product is on the field. And you want to protect the product as much as possible. You don't want to bring controversy into this in any sense. Like it doesn't make sense. Uh, Thursday night, should he have played? I don't know. Tell you the truth. Like I didn't expect him to come back in Sunday. I, after I saw him like get up, I'm like, Oh, he's fucking done. I'm, I did not expect him to come back against the bills. Came back and won. Uh, there was a halftime thing with uh, Fitzpatrick, who was his teammate a couple years ago, and they, he said he was fine. A lot of them talked to him that he was fine. He was chill. He was he did his thing. Obviously, he can hide that for sure. Uh, I I didn't think he should have played Sunday after he got up and he couldn't fucking stand and he had need to help um, two players to get off the fucking field. He should not have played, come back in Sunday. And at that point too, he, he shouldn't have played Thursday, but he came back in. He played great and beat the bills. So it's, it's, it's tough. I going into Thursday. I didn't really think anything of it. I know there was tons of controversy around it. I didn't think anything of it. And then when I saw him hit the back of his head and his, his fingers go all, they call it being fenced or whatever. It was uh, terrifying. And clearly he should not have been there. So as much as there's arguments, the conspiracy theories that the NFL paid this guy off and then, because the uh, NFL PA was looking into investigating the NFL after Sunday about what had allowed, because they allowed the, Tua to go back out and play against the Bills. And now they're obviously continuing to look into it now after. And they, they got the guy fired. Which to after the fact is makes perfect sense. When I first saw like Tua went down, obviously you see the big head snap back and hit the ground. 
and then his hands go all wonky. Like my first, of course, I like I said, I saw the head snap back, but I was like, oh, his fucking hand is broken. Like I thought his finger was fucked, and and then you know, obviously that's bad enough, especially on a strong hand. But then to find out not too long after that it, it was more the neurological thing, and it went it went from. You know, I guess there's always kind of that excitement where somewhere when somebody gets it hurt and they show the gruesomeness, there is that oh, we've got to rewind it. But when you and Kevin's a he's you guys know Kevin will rewind that shit for days to rewatch <laughs> that injury, right? But when you find out that it's a neurological thing and it's a head thing, it changes your fucking tune right away. Uh, a thing, a broken finger. It's because you can't rehab that. Right. A broken finger you can fix. You can you can still play with a broken finger. Oh, I would much rather break but, a hand than have a hundred percent, a hundred percent. My so, brain doing it uh, right, yeah. and that's so, that, and that's where I was like, "Oh fuck!" And I, I felt bad for like, be like, "Oh shit," <laughs> you know, but because it was, you know, at, at one point it's like, "Holy fuck, that's a crazy thing to happen." Because I thought it fucking broke in the way it was, his finger was, and then to find out it was neurological, I, I felt, I felt bad after that. And, you know, it's not a not a good thing and hopefully he he was playing great and you know we we assume and from all you know his draft status and whatnot he should be a good damn good player and hopefully he can get back to uh to 100 and hopefully this doesn't hinder him uh going forward no and so he was followed up with ct scans and other tests with an mri on friday and every according to a source everything came back clean so my question to you guys my new question is when do you think it's okay for him to come back? I mean, Not I, being a lab coat guy, just, just off, off the top of your head. No knowledge of the situation. I mean, there's, I would say Sunday. I mean, I don't, I'm not a fucking medical professional. I, if, if tests came back clean, obviously there might be something amiss, but if test if, if everything that they can test for comes back clean and everything seems to be okay, then why do you hold them out? Right? I mean, there, like so there is no way I would play him on Sunday. No fucking way. I bet you he plays. Just out of an abundance of caution. I don't care if every fucking test you can do comes back negative. A week is not a week and a couple days. Hmm. Is not enough time to recover from a concussion that serious, and that looked really serious. Hundred like, percent, Peter. I, can, I agree. I like, agree with you on that. And the the recovery time frame for concussions are not. Um, no, like nothing can, set in stone because everything's That's right. They can, for sure. they can be fluid. It depends different. on the person. Yeah, but there's no fucking way he'd be in there next week. No I mean, fucking way. So, so after like, like I understand where Josh is coming from. Josh is coming from from the point more or less like the team. CTs yeah. Are coming, the 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 CT came back clean. The MRA came back clean. But you also just set a precedent too. You put a guy in danger after a mm-hmm. pretty big issue, which you guys claimed was a back issue, and it was clearly his head. And then once you get a concussion, it's way easier to get a next another one. So the more time you see in collisions and stuff like that the more likely you are to get another concussion if i was the team i would definitely give it over another week i'd give him easily 
two two to three weeks because it's it for what has happened because it the problem is he hit the back of his head pretty much in the same place in four days and he was fucked up both times like really fucked up both times and Miami is looking like a great team I understand that but you still gotta look at you still have to look at your image too at the same time but you have to make sure that the guy can actually continue to play he's still a first round talent and you still want to make sure that he's able to play later down the road like the health of your investment is paramount when it comes to a business right and they have a decent backup in teddy teddy b like teddy b you might as well. I heard one of the commentators call him Teddy B. I was like, well, that's our name for him. <laughs> no, I definitely stole that. <laughs> but like he 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 can get you a couple wins. They Miami's played a lot of good teams lately. So it's to be three and one right now, I'm kind of shocked that Miami's at that. So good on them. They've suffered a big loss. And I think that they should really really give some time with Tua so that he can get back, come back healthy and help them get to the playoffs. So yeah. go ahead. No, I just, I agree. Like I, he should have some time off. I would go as far as like a month, just fucking make sure that you are fucking right. But you a don't know. Is a, that, that's a that, that's, that's a problem. Is long time. That, that's four games, man. That that's yeah, quarter yeah. of the season. Yep. That's it's why it. I think, although they probably should let him rest, if the scans and everything comes back clean, he's playing next Sunday. I think from an image, I don't know if it's right. An image, but he'll I, be playing. I, I think I'd, they'll they'll wait another week just because yeah. they 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 look really horrible right now. I'd be shocked if he's playing next Sunday. Shocked. Guess we'll see. I don't even know who they're playing next week. Hopefully, hopefully it's an easier team. But anyways, hopefully it's not an easier team. We want them to lose, bro. <laughs> Aren't you a fucking backup Bills fan? <laughs> no, I hate the Bills. They fucking smashed my Rams at the beginning of the season. <laughs> and today, Josh Allen cried like a little bitch after a late hit that was fucking terrible, and he got the fifteen yards. Still got a W. Yeah. He- because he stupid booger gave him the fucking 15 yards. Hey, don't blame it on Jerome Booger, man. No, you're right. It was it was definitely Harbaugh because he went for the fourth down. But but it was a terrible fu- like just if you actually look at the game tape, this guy won on the blitz. Like he was one on one with Allen and he let up. And then Booger still called the fucking uh yeah, it was a bit it? of a hesitation. It was a hesitation because he didn't want to get the una- not the unabated. But by that by by that point, Allen had already thrown the ball away or thrown the ball away from him. No, he was still so... he was right there. That was not a fucking late hit at all. He yeah, just I don't he, think he sat so on the ground and he literally it. banged the fucking turf, and he was like, "Where's my call?" Well, and this guy, this is a guy that it. plays. This is the guy that plays like super tough running and everything like that, and then he's crying for a late hit. Got to take the advantage where you can. It's not a late hit. Anyways, there's also boogers who's, who's, who protects quarterbacks constantly, too. So, but. so Josh, who's your Super Bowl favorite? 
the fucking Buffalo Bills, man. I'm 99.9% sure that right after they lost in the AFC Championship last season to Cincy, that I said that they were going to win the Super Bowl next year, and meaning this year, and I'm sticking with that. I think they're a great team. Uh, they had a little bit of adversity throughout the first half today against Baltimore, but in the second half, they said, fuck you, Lamar. We are going to play you tough on defense. And Josh Allen pulled it out on the offense. And they pulled out a great W. And they're going to continue to do that. They are going to continue to do it. Yeah, they lost to uh, Miami there. But uh, that's not going to happen again. I guarantee that. I guarantee that Buffalo does not lose to Miami in the next game or in the playoffs if they were to meet them against Miami. Um, but for me, it's the Buffalo Bills, Bills Mafia. Josh Allen is a fucking superstar. And uh, Stefan Diggs ain't too shabby either. And that defense with uh, Tremaine, uh, Tremaine, is it Edwards? Tremaine Edwards, is that right? Edmonds, Edmonds. Uh, Matt Milano. Uh, I know Micah Hyde's out, but Jordan Poyer. Uh, he came over uh, like they just the, the defense is phenomenal and they're phenomenal without uh Jadavius White like the yeah. the, the, the secondary is ridiculous yeah, I know and like you got Rousseau who's been playing great on the line so that defense is top-notch I never even knew about this guy until this year he just kept fucking living in the Rams backfield so I I think they're gonna continue to push on and uh I think they're getting the old Super Bowl championship this year. Well, yep. they all, I'll be shocked. But I mean, I will be too, but I'll be happy. It'll be the <laughs> fifth time that they've been to the Super Bowl, and we'll see if they finally get that. Get hey, no. Hey, no. They're not the Leafs, man. They'll be fine. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Leafs <laughs> have lots of championships, okay? It's just really, really old. Non and there was only time. there was there was only single digit teams. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I agree with what you said, Josh. I think the Bills are the team. Um, I think they could have been last year as well, but uh, as we all know, the overtime rule that's since been changed that uh, they didn't have a chance to. Get on offense in a wild ending to that game versus the Chiefs. And uh, I think it's just as good of a caliber team this year. I think uh, I think they have a real good shot. Go Bills. Yeah, the Bills look definitely really good. They are definitely the odds on favor to win. But I'm looking at back-to-back. Rams are going to grab it again. Good. Your you, Jesse, are picking the Rams? Yeah, man. Back to back. I'm shocked. I like to, I like to be shocked. right constantly, uh, unlike you. <laughs> Except for today. You've been fucking pretty dominant today. But. Crushing it. Once in a while, you show up. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think the Rams are going to do it. They got destroyed by the Bills. I still consider that a preseason game. <laughs> Even though I was talking the most shit before the game. Even though it counted. <laughs> it counted, but in, in my mind, it was a preseason game. Okay. Uh, the Bills have way harder of a time getting through the playoffs than the Rams do. 
it'll be pretty interesting to see because he still Casey looks really good even without Tyreek. Again, you still have Miami, who looks that the team to beat with a concussed fucking Tua beat him. Lamar Jackson looked like shit today. Not gonna lie. First half he looked pretty good. Oh yeah, but he he it was I, I think weather had a bit of an issue too, why the game was a was what it was, but it was uh I think you got Baltimore, Miami, Bills, KC. Denver doesn't look good. Uh, I would throw Cincy even, in there. Yeah, I think Cincy will start heating up pretty soon. That well, they just beat Miami, I guess. But uh, they were also playing preseason games. It looked like to me. But uh, yeah, they, they got a lot harder way to get there. It'll be interesting. And Bills actually do have a lot of injuries right now, so. But they also do have Tredavious White coming back probably next week. Which will lock down that fucking secondary even more. All right. So since we're on the topic of NFL still, we'll head into the penalty box. Oh, yeah. Kev picked the Bills, too, like a fucking chump. (laughs) I think he just jumped on the bandwagon like the rest of Like a fucking chump, he says. <laughs> Kev's not even here to defend himself, man. Fuck you guys. <laughs> you guys talk <laughs> shit without here either. I don't give a shit. Uh, we got AB, who is now retired in our penalty box. And this is because there has been a video that has surfaced uh, from May that he has exposed himself to a woman in a Dubai hotel swimming pool. So originally what happened was Brown appeared to place his exposed butt next to the woman's face twice in a pool. And then I guess a lot of guys there in around the pool were egging him on to continue. And then he decided to show him the other side of that appendage and he whipped his dick out. He did whip his dick out. Then <laughs> he said, do you want it? And the bitch said no. And apparently he got kicked out of the hotel. With <laughs> and it wasn't just her complaint is what the story is. <laughs> so even in retirement, he is landing in the points and penalties penalty box. A rare talent. <laughs> uh, so what was our, our uh, easy second to the penalty box we talked about earlier? The troll. The troll, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the troll. Hmm. You know what else could have been? The butt pun. Oh, yeah. The butt pun <laughs> could have easily landed in the penalty box. The, that was the, the Miami Bills game, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Thomas Morstead <laughs> booted the punt into his fucking blocker's uh, ass. There's also the safety. It was like almost there a was field. also the safety. You're right. You're oh, right. Yeah, Garoppolo. Fucking what's his name? Orlevsky or something. He was so happy that Easy. somebody else <laughs> stepped out of bounds. That is few company that they stepped out of the back of the end zone. Yeah. yeah. The thing was, was uh, it was a better play for San Fran too, because he threw a pick on that play. Yeah. <laughs> the return for a touchdown. Oh. <laughs> So obviously this is just stupid of AB uh, 
to pull his ass or his dick coat. But it does not surprise me with this guy's antics. Oh, the guy yeah. almost stripped down in the middle of the game. Exactly. Yeah. So doesn't surprise you in the slightest. But come yeah. on. And my, my guess is if he asked her, Do you want it? She turned it down. Uh, maybe it's not that big, AB. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, there is definitely we, we had a tough time initially coming up with a penalty box, but when it comes down to it, there's probably three or four we could have put in there. Shit. Shit. And AB's in the box been a, at least once he's been in the box before when he pulled his tirade. I wouldn't be surprised if he has been in there before. Pretty sure we gave him shit when he fucking just decided to strip down and leave. Right, that's what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> Definitely was in the box for that, but there's been years of it. Remember when he he uh, went to a sub-zero chamber with no flip-flops and just bare feet? Fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good old AB. <laughs> good old AB. So has there been a like charges press or anything against him for indecent exposure? No, it's Dubai, man. He gets away with it. He's a man there. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, I think we've been uh, talking for just about long enough, boys. Why don't we recap our scores and uh, finish the show off? Yeah, let's. So... Let's kick this off with a little bit of golf we got in. First off, Pete, before I, I'm going to interrupt you here, your addition to the spreadsheet is incorrect. Those those plus ones should not be on others. Should be in the episode. But you are correct. But they and still... you fucking missed a plus one for me, motherfucker. <laughs> this guy for what? Just trying the fucking MLB playoffs against Josh. Yeah, he said I'm, that it was it was a five game. Five I'm, game. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm okay. minus I'm, minus, I'm, minus, I'm minus one twice. Okay. Yeah, I'm minus also, one twice. Peter's been fucking manipulating this for ages. Minus. Oh yeah, that's why he. <laughs> you just, I just get away with the most nights. <laughs> Surprised to remember that. Yeah, you've got this all fucked up. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's late. All right. He's he's rusty. Let's all just calm the fuck down. There, don't put your minus ones in the right place, you fucker. Yep. Fucking right. Got to do a little bit of house tidying up here on the the old points penalties document for episode twenty five. Yeah, something's still not right. Yeah, it's because I don't have a minus one in the fucking golf. It's a minus one in the episode. Yeah, <laughs> amateur hour. plus one and minus one for Jesse on the episode. <laughs> okay, now that I got my shit together, thanks, boys. We'll start with the golf and other stuff. So, we got a round of golf in, we played Fergus, it was me, Yosh, Kevin, and Deline. Because Jesse's a bitch, Jesse's a bitch, didn't want to come, yeah. he knew he'd lose. Mm, yeah. But- I've been losing all, all the whole time with golf, so yeah. Been anything else new? Get some practice, bud. Come on. It was actually a close round. Um, I think mostly because I fell off at the end, but I had a significant lead for most of the day. Anyway, uh, I ended up beating Josh by one stroke. Josh beat Kevin by two strokes, and Deline was, you know, nine strokes behind Kev, so not good. So he got the minus one. 
But uh, Kevin took the zero on the day. Uh, Yosh took a plus one. And Pete took a plus two. Uh, now, we can't remember when this bet happened, but it definitely did. Yeah, it definitely uh, happened. We just it can't definitely remember happened. And we can't remember when or where. It was either golfing or at my wedding. Yeah, one <laughs> of the two. Or maybe something completely different. Who knows? But anyway, Kev came up to me and said, guaranteed the Cowboys are beating the Bucks tonight. So that'll tell us what day it was for that weekend, at least. It was definitely not your wedding. Yeah, I was thinking it was the first weekend. First it week was definitely season. the first week. Yeah. So it would have been at golf. It would have been at golf. There you go. So anyway, I immediately said, you're wrong, Kev. There's no way the Cowboys are beating the Bucks tonight or whatever. And I was right. So I picked a point up that bet. Kev took a minus. And then we got into today's show, starting with the Cadre suspension. Peter was right. Josh was wrong. Although, was Jesse wrong on that, too? Jesse, were you in on that challenge? No, I was not. I said... I. Maybe... Are you just saying that now? Because you don't want to minus one. <laughs> no, I said, I, I, as a joke, I said... Uh, he probably he, he he's probably gonna get suspended. He always gets suspended in the playoffs, is what I said. Okay, okay. I feel like you were on team. And then he definitely was suspended. I was thinking he was, but I was not part of it. Okay. okay. I don't think we ever updated the listeners on that. We only found like he was suspended in 2021. Uh, we never <laughs> mentioned that. There you yeah. Go. <laughs> so if you forgot that challenge it happened and uh, Peter was right he did not get suspended this past playoffs uh, so that was a plus one for Peter minus one for Josh I guess we'll let Jesse out for that one uh, then there was the MLB divisional format where Josh thought it was a seven game series in the divisional it's actually oh. a five still done fucked up Done fucked up. Jesse took a point off Josh on that one. Then we had the Pujols, which fucking LA team he played for. And we just called it no contest on that. He played for both. both. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was the third party doctor uh, that got fired in the NFL. Peter took a point off Jesse on that one. This is a big day, man. We got it's not quite a change, but it's high a coming big, up. Big day. So What's that? that should means. just take more weeks off, eh? <laughs> we get agitated. <laughs> so Peter was a plus five on the episode. That's what? insane. And he was at zero before, so up to plus five on the season. Hallelujah. Kev was a minus one. He was at uh, two before, so he's up to or down rather to plus one. Jesse, even on the day. Was at plus four, remains at plus four. And Josh was minus one on the day, drops to plus six. So all of a sudden, we've got a real close race. That's a tight race. We might have to go back to having a couple episodes every month. (laughs) So Jesse's plus four, Peter's plus five, Josh is plus six. And Kev, sorry, buddy, I know you're listening. You're back down where you belong at the bottom <laughs> at a plus one. Hey, you're he's above, not too far back. You're above though. zero. Yeah. You're above zero. Not too far back at all. It's a tight race. 
Yeah, big swing uh, today. Big swing. Well, done fucked up with Pete and the golf shit and letting him win some challenges today. Fuck. Yep. Yeah. I don't mind. It's fine. He has this time and then he fucking just sits back. And the problem is Kev wasn't here because he t- usually takes a bunch of points from Peter because he's yeah. the only one that knows anything about fucking hockey because <laughs> we don't know anything. Only one challenge today was about hockey. I know, but usually Kevin challenges you no, know. constantly. Yeah, because I just make up shit and Kevin challenges me on it. Son of a bitch. We have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gents. Uh, it was so long ago, I cannot remember who the bitch was today. So it whoever that bitch is, started us. <laughs> how was your drink, little bitch? Uh, Hawaiian style pale ale. Spearhead Brew- Brewing Company. It was the tits. It's good shit. It, it was the tits. <laughs> uh, crafted in uh, I mean, Pete, I'm good pretty stuff. sure that's a better review than yours. It is. It is. Well done. Well done. Your review is now the better. It was the tits, he says. No, it was good because it's got a lot of citrus to it. Not to, uh, particularly fond of it but this one was good so good job spearhead brewing i'll have another for that for sure peter as the second bitch how was yours i prefer second champ you know <laughs> neutral Ru- runner up champ. as you always <laughs> said through this if you're not first you're last no runner up <laughs> <champ>. <laughs> <laughs> I had the Monty's Aged Rye Ale from Tomorrow Brewing Company, uh, which is quite good. It's uh, I had two of them, two tall boys. I don't know if I'd have too many more because they're they're kind of heavy. I definitely had a way better uh, review on this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, okay, just to just to reach out to all the kids out there that are listening. Uh, apparently, what they say these days is it it fucks. It fucks. That's how good it is. Apparently, that's the thing. It fucks. Yeah, that's Bad, what that's websites it. are you on? I don't know. That's what the kids these days say when something is good. You no, know, I've heard of fire. <laughs> that, no, that's old. It's fire. It's lit. Oh, okay. Come on, you're Sick. living. Yeah, you're, you're living ten years ago. Come on. Now it fucks. Hmm. So there you go. Yeah, it was good. I wonder if that should be a challenge. <laughs> How, 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 are you, how are you going to verify that? 2022 slang. <laughs> it fucks. Anyway, Yosh, I forget what you had, but how was it? I mean, it fucks. I'll say that much. <laughs> <laughs> Rouge River Brewing out of Markham. Holy Trinity Hazy IPA. It's got little goblets on there. 6.8%. Good enough for today's beer champion. It was a hazy IPA. It was really good. I liked it. Uh, I had some backups and I went through those pretty quick. I'm sitting here with uh, zero beer, which is not great. Uh, I guess I should have had a little cooler beside me or something. So done fucked up there, but that's a, it's a good thing for Rouge River. It means I enjoyed the beer. It was very tasty. Typical IPA uh, of the hazy variety. And uh, it was really good. And I was happy to Take the beer championship tonight. Fucking guy. 
For those of you who can't see, I'm celebrating. You shit the bed on the scoreboard, though. Still ahead <laughs> of you, bud. Still ahead of both of you. <laughs> For now. For now. No, I'm just going to shut my mouth next week, bro. <laughs> That's how the first place does it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to win, don't say shit. There's only like 10 weeks left, right? So... <laughs> Hmm, depending. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So for Kevin is not here tonight for Jesse, for Peter, for all of us here, points of penalties. Like, thank you for listening. Please subscribe on YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts right down here. Please give us a like and follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at points penalties. And until next week, or whenever we get to it, stay Stay out out of the the penalty penalty box. box.